0: Entire production supervised by Big Bigfoot. Oh. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Bill. My name is Chris, with me as always is Josie and uh, Alan Cummings. And we watched Josie <laughs> and the Pussycats. Uh, one in? of one of the last pre nine eleven. Mean, I'm movies. invincible, so yeah. <laughs>
1: <sighs>
0: yeah, uh, this one was chosen because there were two different people who play Carson Daly, one of which is Carson Daly. There's also a monkey and Seth Green. Yeah, really. The, these are the ingredients for any
2: great motion picture.
3: Parker, oh. I appreciate your restraint.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're all trying to be better people this year. Well, all that'd be off. my Okay.
0: Well before we get into it, uh Parker, do we have any news?
2: Uh you would think so, but nothing's too too exciting. The only thing that's really come out is uh Warner Brothers DC is once again looking for their own Kevin Feige to turn things around. (laughs) Which again just I've made this point before but it bears repeating, like I haven't watched an episode. 'cause I've been lucky with my picks, but like Marvel has a fucking She-Hulk show on TV and over at DC they're like, Oh man, Robin and Batman are just too gay together. We don't know we can't do it. We don't know how to make this work. It's astounding how like, Warner Brothers is just like canceling half of their properties and can't manage to make like two Batman movies in one universe. It's astounding. But also don't make a shared universe. It doesn't work. It's worked I, literally I don't know. once every
3: I'm kinda down
2: with like seven different Batmans. It's like oh yeah, fuck like, who's in this movie? Embrace it. One? It, like, yeah. it makes it more exciting. Like have a what different time one, time one every week, in? you know. Yeah, maybe don't Doesn't tell mean. us which Batman is in each movie. Yeah so you yeah, show up, show.
3: it's like, oh fuck, it's Affleck again. Like
2: Like I keep seeing different things about the flash, like, all right this guy's me Batman. It's like, I'll just uh, see when I get there maybe there'll be three batman who the fuck knows just don't tell me it's fine i'll just show up like, yeah well, we'll don't we'll... try and make an overarching universe with team-up movies yeah. we did that we're done well, so we'll get uh, to batman I, I, in a bit.
3: I do have i do have one request though if you know you're trying to do all these franchise tie-ins and bring everything together we're gonna get a flash sonic crossover right oh yeah i to. hope so
0: we deserve it yeah well we should be so lucky Alright, uh, I guess we can get into our Jerks of the Week. I'd like the to... man in
3: the next Dragon Ball movie?
0: He's not a jerk. Okay. <laughs> finally
3: get the answer? <laughs> I mean, real ones, no. But... Yes. No, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. I, I don't have a Jerk of the Week. I have a Hero of the Week. My Hero of the Week is the other Alex, uh, proprietor of uh, the Remington Bubble in Baltimore, Maryland, where I go to buy my liquor. And Jesus, I bought... dude, why are you doxing her? That's fucked. I bought my... People can go there and they can buy beer. And it gives money to the little guy. And, do you have a uh, promo code? Like,
3: 10% <laughs> off your order? If you say you, Chris Field at the register? That's our first... That.
0: That's our first advertise. There we go. Anyway, um... So I bought my beer and she was like, is there anything else you want? You know, the old classic technique of trying to upsell me? Which always works, because she's a friend. And I'm like, alright, let me look around and see what you got. And I yes, saw... friends do. Yeah. I saw... I saw this can here. Uh... I don't know if you could see it. Oh, there you go. Look at this shit. Is that uh? Is that squall? That it's cloud and is uh Buster eh, Sword. close enough. Yeah, cloud <laughs> from the video game uh, something, and Super Smash Brothers. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it, and I was just like, "Well, that's that's funny. Uh, that's that's kind of I don't know if I would go in for because I don't even like Final Fantasy seven, but that's that's kind of funny. It caught my eye." And she's like, "Wait, wait, wait! Look at this other can that was in this like variety four pack thing that they had going on." It's a treat IPA, all right? Hang on. It's, what? It, right, yeah, Parker, you hear a treat until your ears perk up. You're like, you're obeying your master and everything. That's not the draw here. She said, no, no, no. Look at this. Let me find the dog, okay? Let me see if I can get this on the camera here. Look at that dog's tongue. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's not the only one. Wait, there's another one. That was a. Uh, not that one. Yeah, hang on. Let me have a look at this fucking thing. All the I dogs didn't realize tongues.
3: you were a, you were a heckin' dog a redditor dude all these, uh, all
0: these dogs tongues look like dicks <laughs> and uh, I, I actually laughed really hard in the store and I was like all right I guess I have to get this now. so thank you Alex for selling me the dog tongue dick beer well uh, you haven't opened it yet it might suck ass so yeah well it's an IPA. Right, let's, let's yeah, get a, let's get a well. <laughs> live
2: live beer review like, now these have a three flavors yeah. <laughs> I like two of them <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, actually, the other reason I got it is uh, there's a one on here that's a, a grapefruit IPA, which I, I tend to like those. I don't know about Girls this one. No, one out of four yeah. is not bad. Yeah, this <laughs> one Parker might be in four. This is the Wicked as Sin beer. Devilishly Delightful. Was well, is it's that a, on the
3: same one with the dog dicks? Yeah, it is. It's, uh... Well... <laughs> that's the sin. <laughs>
0: anyway. It's all Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> it says it's your darkest nightmare. Oh, no, it says it's your dankest nightmare. Oh, I, should turn, I should return this. Dog dick? <laughs> dog tongue dick, so... Uh, who are your jerks of the week? Parker, you
3: want to go first or should I? Mine's Yeah, because mine's
2: mine's really phoned in, I'll be honest with you here I've Mm -hmm. been a busy boy, but I will say that my jerk of the week is The NFL, who on week one deprived us of the classic Monday Night Doubleheader and this week we get it a week late. They <laughs> cram it in with like an hour delay between the games. And it's the most dogwater fucking games I've ever seen in my life. Absolute horseshit. We should have had Chris Berman yelling over the Raiders at like one thirty in the morning. Instead we get a fucking forty one to seven blowout. Eat my whole ass. Yeah. I'm over it. Sorry. Yeah, but also I think we get Two
3: Monday night games, like three more times this year, and I'm to be there for all of them. So, all right, you
2: know, yeah, Glad we got to see the classic dog mask game, <laughs> <laughs> as
3: everyone knows it. Everyone, yeah, remembers. now they do. <laughs> I could not stop talking about. Hey, you know, twenty four to seven. You know, they're only fourteen away. Like, uh, you know, it might happen again. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, all these guys that weren't in the league five years ago, they remember. They know what happened to them on this field. That's why they're scared. <laughs> Just, I, Fuck him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Dog Alright, so, for my jerk of the week, I need to do a little bit of setup here, because this is something that I can only assume that none of you are following as normal fucking adults that have things going on with their lives. But, uh, are either of you following the recent Twitch.tv drama? Uh, no.
2: Absolutely not.
3: Okay, so the incredibly short version of it is this one guy, so okay let me back up a little bit a lot of people apparently go on twitch and they watch people like play slot machines like online slot machines or like other forms of fucking gambling because they're deprived of whatever brain chemicals make a normal person function they're just like i don't want to win or lose money myself but i want to get the highs and lows of watching someone lose money so i'm gonna watch that on the internet whatever Mm. fucking sickos Apparently, one of the guys that was doing this stole like three hundred grand from his viewers. Like he was like, just like doing like all of these like elaborate scams where like, like there was some girl who was like on chemo who donated like twelve hundred dollars to him because he said it was super important and he like oh. never gave it back. Like like real like human <laughs> garbage shit. Yeah. All tied to this like gambling thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, as a as a counterpoint because you know like the, every time this comes up it's like oh you know Twitch should ban these gambling streams this is like wildly unethical your prog- your your entire service is catered towards children like uh so the 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 pro gambling people like decided to counter by releasing a bunch of screenshots of you know people saying slurs on Twitter and stuff that also have big Twitch followings. You know how these things go. Back and forth, whatever. Now it's taken over the Twitch sphere. Everybody's gotta have an opinion on it. Everyone's Mm -hmm. gotta take. Which for the most part sucks ass. However it has led to one thing that you guys and everyone else needs to be made acutely aware of. Now I don't know how these people's paths crossed. I think they were roommates in some streamer house. But uh, so the scammer guy, the, the guy in the middle was apparently living with this other guy who was dating a porn star and as one of the perks of being a porn star i guess she had a bunch of like custom molds made of her own asshole for you know dudes to fuck and uh so this guy had all the original copies of it as you know her her boyfriend all six of them so apparently this fucking scammer guy not only fucked all six of the assholes, but took them with him when he moved out.
0: <laughs> so which one is the jerk of the... <laughs> assholes three and five. Yeah.
3: They're... they are the assuming this is your high craftsmanship like all six of the assholes have to feel identical right like you don't you don't need six of them it depends when they were one. taken i guess you could have just taken one you could have just taken one and you're good it's like ah, hey, look look at this i'm fucking your girlfriend's ass right now It'd just be like a great bit you know just walk around in front of your buddy like balls and dick out just like hey can you bring your girlfriend's asshole over here but no he took all of
1: them
2: I'll keep one Literally, in a package, it's like, it's one like, to resell. It's like, it's like you could Put go fuck the, the real
1: You
3: can go fuck the real thing whenever you want, but it's you like, can't fuck is. this fake one. These belong to me now.
2: You know, a lot and, of people uh, say assholes are better out of the freezer. I was in the freezer
3: personally. <laughs> I just. Uh, seeing that reveal earlier tonight. That. This,
1: I. <laughs>
0: You know, I, I have don't, to admit, I didn't know where you were going with this. I th- I, I really I, thought that your jerk of the week was going to be the guy who stole money from a girl who was on keto. Well, it,
3: it is, but for other reasons. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you know, the is Kilo that world. video of oh, no,
2: Soldier Boy going through his video game collection and throwing them all in the bed and saying "classic"? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> <laughs> two with all these molds. <laughs> Classic. Never, never fucked it, classic, dude. dude classic.
0: That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about like Adrian doing this, except he's got all the assholes and like slip covers and stuff. He's it's like, outside this is my curio like case full of assholes. <laughs> he's, got, he's got binders full of assholes. He, he fucked
3: all six different ones. Like, he had to be, like, putting like little tabs on there or something, and then he stole them. See, that's not
0: the move, though. That's such a rookie move. The thing is, you fuck five of them, and you don't tell them which one was unfucked. And
3: yeah, then there's an unfucked asshole, though. When you're this kind of sicko, you can't have that.
0: It's, it's, it's kind of like putting, like, three pigs... It's like putting two pigs in a school and, and numbering them one and three. You know? <laughs>
1: At
3: least in the three pigs in the school numbered one, two, and three, so they spent
2: forever looking for the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> well what if he didn't realize at first that there were six and he's like damn someone went back and cleaned this after i was done this is pristine
0: he's just groundhogs today with all these they vessels. must be self-cleaning <laughs> yeah yeah did, how do they self-clean? The self-play? new Is it, like, crazy. It's like one of those fucking Looney Tunes things, the house of the future, except the asshole of the future. Like a little arm comes out and like broom and dust pans off the asshole when you're done with it. It's
2: a real George <laughs> Jetson shit. <Yeah.
0: laughs> the George Jetson asshole of the future. Stop this crazy thing. You think if <laughs> <laughs>
3: do you think? Do you think if if uh, if Josh owned one of these futuristic assholes and the little hand dustbin came out, he'd go, oh, oh, "Hey, wait a minute! Wait a minute! No more! No, no, no <laughs> 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 Imagine
2: the <a> little voice,
0: <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, hey,
2: what are you doing in there?" <laughs> Six? Why does she have
3: six molds? That's it did, they, they so I so I actually investigated this because I was very curious. I bet. Like, um
0: Well, apparently, like one.
3: these molds are like in general for sale. Like if you want to buy like a mold of Mia Malkova's asshole, you can just like do that. Yeah, um, we'll link it
0: in the show notes. Th-
3: these are these are like the the originals. I like, the ones that you have to go into like the the asshole factory and uh, like get plaster casts of your own ass. These They're are like, running the out first of ones. Yeah, these are these are you know like the first edition ones. You know, like when uh, like when you get like the holographic machamp. Yeah, I. Yeah,
0: An original run. <laughs> I'm going almost...
2: to put this in a shadow box as soon as I get home. I'm yeah, I'll resell exactly. it later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the Mean Bob episode of Cat Dog, is what it is. All right. Let okay.
2: me just uh, absolutely derail you, Chris. Imagine that scene in Toy Story 2 where he calls in the guy to fix the Woody. <laughs> 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 Some old dude showing up with the big old briefcase. And he's got like
0: he's got like the little king's tools. He's got like a <laughs> hammer and chisel. He's just like, let me get that
3: <laughs> like a fucking jeweler's loop to look at the fissures on the anus. Yeah, I,
0: I do like the idea of Adrian camping outside the asshole factory <laughs> to Al's <laughs> fleshlight barn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh I got your remember Don't bother asking. <laughs> I'm very proud of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed, dude. Uh, that was good. All right, that's Asshole Talk, our newest segment. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What a movie to pick. Good job, guys. Asshole of the week was uh, better. (laughs) Uh, I I actually would like to introduce a new segment briefly as a little surprise here for you Uh, guys. It, It should just be like a brief one. I don't even know if this will even go that long. We always talk about what we watched recently. I was wondering if you guys have anything that you're looking forward to watch in the next coming days. It doesn't have to be like a new release or something, but like... Anything you're like, oh, I'm planning to watch this. Anything come to it, mind? Is,
3: is is this a way to put us on record of saying we're going to watch something so we have to do it by next week? No, is no. That, it's just... No, so, no, no. You no, can no, push like, it down. In a bad way. Like, like yeah. that's smart. Like, if I say something on here, I'm going to have to watch it. So.
0: Okay. Well, I, I was going to say, it's like you could kick that can down the road or something like that. I'll I, give you an example I, here. I want to watch season two of Prime Will. been putting it off. I'm probably going to watch the whole thing in one day. So.
3: I don't pay a lot of attention to things that my coworkers say, but every time I'm in the bathroom somebody's
2: talking about Primal so I think it must be good yeah. it looks sick yeah um, but I figured well I'm supposed to watch Samurai Jack anyways yeah, watch that first thank you I'm working on it
0: hey, uh, Parker's Parker's upcoming is probably going to be Barbarian one hopes oh yeah
2: whether it's an episode or not I yeah, yeah I had dude, yeah. zero time this week or else yeah. we would have recorded happens. this yeah no yesterday. I got you yeah, yeah alright
3: well yeah. you know what Chris I will give you and the people what they want I'm going to watch this fucking Andor show
2: Thanks, what? King. Why did, I, I got
3: you covered. Why so is, is that, that what I wanted? <laughs> Andor, well, appreciate it. Meek bitch about Star Wars, dude. Rogue like uh, well, well, One's your thing.
2: favorite movie. You love those characters. Is is
0: that the shifting scale this week? It's like, man, I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, you don't like Josie and the pussy yeah. So
2: would you put that like under Solo, but like above or, Revenge of the Sith? Well, where, where so we, we well no, it? no, it
3: can't be above Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is one. It's Revenge of oh, the Sith, Return yeah. of the Jedi, two. Um. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> how could I forget? Right. We need, yeah, we need a graphic for this. The canon yeah. ranking. It should be like one of those fucking. It's the mask from Watchmen with the shifting shapes and everything <laughs> like that. Except all the movies are constantly shifting around. <laughs>
2: Attack of the Clothes is just kind of like stuck there at the bottom. Yeah, that one's broken. (laughs) Well, uh, I'll be watching Barbarian and I'll probably be rewatching The Empty Man because that's about to leave HBO Max and there's no physical release. I need to see it. So, uh, yeah, that's just going to be in the ether after the 30th. So, I'm doing a rewatch.
0: All right, in that case, uh, get on to what we watched recently. I've watched like a ton of stuff, but luckily I can skip over most of it. Uh, So, after we recorded uh, last week, I went to the Alamo on a Tuesday, which means I had to skip trivia for it, but I was Uh like, this is worth it, it's a classic. Uh, Not a movie party this time. Uh, And no one sat next to me, so to speak. And it turns out there was a good reason. I watched The Breakfast Club, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but uh, I, I remember that was one of the first DVDs I bought, I really liked it, I was like, oh man, I hope this holds up, and... The movie itself, for the most part, does hold up. I I do like it. I think John Hughes is a little too committed to adding bits into the movie where they don't really fit in. I think it's a little bit Can't better relate. when it's like when it's like it's it's better scripted. You know, when the the teens are just talking with each other, that's a little bit better. Uh, I will say that I wrote a long thing about Le- on Letterbox. I don't know why I did this. So kind of defending the ending. A lot of people get mad that Ali Sheedy. Uh, gets a makeover from Molly Ringwald at the end of the movie. They're like, oh no, she should have retained her like goth sort of persona thing. And I'm like, no, that's not what the movie's about. The movie's not about, oh, just be yourself. It's like, no, these people are more than their stereotypes. They're more than their perceptions. Natalie Chidi's character was acting out, and she admits it because she doesn't get enough attention. And I thought, well, I, I still don't like the ending, because I think she looked better with all the shit on her face. And I thought, you know, the better ending would be if she just takes off her sweatshirt and she has nothing but a plain white t-shirt underneath. And if you think that ending is like, oh, that's not that good, that was Ellie Sheedy's idea and she really wanted to do it. I thought, I don't know, I thought it was a good idea. Anyway, that's not the real thing here. The real thing about this movie is Theater A at the Alamo has been kind of cold over the past couple of weeks. And I knew it and I was like, I'll prepare for this, I'll, I'll wear a hoodie. I walked past the bathroom to go to the theater and it was like I entered a different climate. I had never been so cold in a movie theater in my life. I swear it was minus fucking 28 in there. It was so cold that as I left the theater, I was one of like six people in the theater. The guy, uh, the manager of the Alamo, actually gave us all like rain check passes as an apology for how fucking cold it was. Which uh, was actually kind of decent, because like, no one complained. I think we're too cold to stand up. But uh, yeah, uh, Breakfast Club, mostly good. See it in a, uh, with working air conditioning. Not air conditioning that's trying to murder you. Uh,
3: You're just rubbing that in Parker's face, huh? Yeah. Like, sorry, oh, oh, Parker. So much AC I would hate there. it <laughs> so much <laughs> if I had
2: to wear a jacket before <laughs> December. I'd be so <laughs> mad. Sorry. Uh, or I would just sweat and not watch the Breakfast Club again. Yeah, it's
0: uh, fine. yeah. oh, that reminds me. had <laughs> yeah, trivia. Part. I, I was telling the story about Ali Shitty at the end of the movie, and Josh tapped me on the shoulder and interrupted me and said, Ally Shitty." Atta so, boy, yeah, we go. love to hear it. Thank you. Uh, here's one that I rewatched. I mentioned recently that I watched uh, Apocalypse Now at the at the Alamo, and I had a really good time. I really enjoyed it, except for the French Riviera scene, which uh, I don't know what that's doing in there. So, I bought the uh, Blu-ray 4K collection because it was at a huge, huge deal. I was like, alright, let's get on this. I'm gonna watch the only version of it that I have not seen yet, which is the theatrical version. This is the one that I believe uh, Alex watched. I loved it. I I really loved it. I think that is the better version. I think it's better than the Final Cut, although the Final Cut is still good. I would say avoid the Redux version at all costs. Uh, I will say that the final cut has scenes that are missing from the theatrical cut that I actually like. There's extra scenes involving the surfboard for with the uh, Kilgore and everything. I was like, "Man, that was good. I kind of miss them, but it's like it still works without it." The most important thing is it doesn't have the French Riviera scene, so it's okay. But the real reason that I rewatched it is I wanted to see, "Can I tolerate uh Marlon Brando's performance in this movie?" And the good news is I can. I I was Okay with it. I wasn't personally offended. And that's a big step, because the first time I watched it, I was like, Oh, that fucking sucks. Why didn't you just try? But again, it's more of a a credit to the director, Francis Ford Coppola, for editing around him, because, boy, that must have been tough. The other thing is, like, the the way that Marlon Brando works in that movie, the the scenes where he's really great, are when they use those photos of him from, like, the 1950s, where he kind of looks hard, you know? It's like, man, that guy looks like he would fuck up some people. And then you see him in this with bald and overweight and everything. It was just awful. So, uh. Talk about Yoga's Coon <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Parker, I look forward to you seeing this in a theater one day. Uh, yeah. I will choose one
2: cut and stick with that for life. Good. Well, again, not the Redux, I promise you. Man, that was never. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I own that version. I just look at it like. I, yeah. I, yeah, trust I me. ain't watched it. Yeah, watch I think you know. Theatrical disc. Yeah.
0: Speaking of things that uh, Alex has said that he dislikes uh, Alex you've mentioned that you don't like the Rocky movies I think I uh, wouldn't say that
3: uh, I think the Rocky movies are fine I yeah. think a couple of them are very good and yeah. most of
0: them uh, you can miss me with them uh, okay. but I,
3: I would say well, we can say that franchise has eight movies in it I would say four oh. of them are good
0: yeah I, I think I would have, I more or less agree with that so I happen to love the first Rocky movie I think it's very well done I've also seen it a lot so there's probably a little bit of bias creeping in there but I haven't seen most of those movies. Like, I saw the first one. I've seen the fourth one, and I think uh, I think that kind of <laughs> nails me there. I think I saw Creed. I don't remember. Uh, but it was like, all right, I should get. You can around. Remember if you saw Creed? Yeah, Creed. Creed's Creed. real good. Yeah, that's one of the. I think I liked it. Three I've seen. Anyway, uh, so I was like, all right, I should watch Rocky 2 Let's 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 get this one. All right, let's see it. I remember <laughs> that the thing that everyone told me about Rocky two was that like, yeah, Rocky two is basically just like Rocky. I'm like, okay, then I'm gonna like it. Well, good news, I did like this movie. It is not really just like the first movie. There are some significant differences. Rocky 2 is really trying hard to be a comedy, and it's kind of off-putting in a way. There's a scene in which uh, Rocky and Adrian get married in a Catholic church, right? And right after they get married, before they even leave like, the podium thing, some agent comes to talk to him about investments. He's like, I really think you need to invest in condominiums. And Sylvester Sloan's like, Condominiums. And the the guy's like, Yeah, condominiums. He's like, I never use them. They're they're doing a condom joke. And they're trying to sell. It was like, the scene just ends after that. This is in a church that they're trying to see. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work in the slightest. They, they have that awful commercial scene where it, it feels like Sylvester Stallone is doing a parody of that character. And I gotta admit, as I was watching it, it was like, do we need any other Rocky movies? Like, I love Rocky Four's existence, but, like, did we really need this? I know the public was, like, clamoring for, like, more Rocky, but, like, the first one works so standalone. I don't need another rematch, but... I don't know, I had a good time. I actually thought it was uh, pretty good. I will say that my favorite part of this movie was uh, Talia Shire as uh, as Adrian... I think I liked her more than everyone. Else. I also think that she develops over time as one of my favorite characters in there. She goes from being uh, so shy that she could barely speak to uh, having some real backbone. And uh, I don't know, I kind of liked it. So uh, next you up should, is Rocky uh, Three. Y- at some you point, should,
3: yeah, you should watch Three. Yeah, um, Three, 3 yeah. is actually the best movie
0: in that entire franchise. You know what? Uh, you know who agrees with you is Jeff, the guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, oh, the that the guy yeah. that hates everything. It's fun. Yeah, right. Correct. Yeah.
0: Anyway, oh, speaking of things that are fun, Parker. Yeah. Have
2: you seen the Driller Killer? I think I just watched that one right before I got COVID. No here's
0: the thing, I... Not related, but maybe. Yeah, well, uh, The Driller Killer is not what I would call a good movie. Clearly not for me. Probably not for humans' consumption. But I watched the director's commentary with Abel Ferrara, who is on some sort of combination of substances that makes it the greatest director's commentary I have ever heard in my life. It is not even close. I think I can do an impression of him. It's been... Sometime since I saw it, but he was. Wh- what was he saying? It was like, Yo, if I fucking watched a, a movie called The Driller Killer and this was it, I would punch the director in the fucking head. He's Agreed. like, Yeah, he's roasting his own movie, which I, I kind of like. He was talking about, like, uh, you know, sort of put the actors seeing with one's own eyes in this package. And I'm like, What the fuck is he talking about? Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene where a guy's like making tea, and he's like, I guess he's making fucking tea. This is too much. Whatever uh, He said he wanted to direct a, a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie starring Forrest Whitaker in 50 Cent. Is like, before it's changing in infinity, no one has done that movie. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> I
3: would watch that like seven
0: times. Yeah, dude. And the, the best part is there's a bunch of women in this movie because it's a 1970s horror movie in New York. Of course, it's gonna it be takes some pretty four buddies. hours
2: for anything to
0: fucking happen. I know. Yeah. Anyway, every single time a girl's on screen, he's just like he's flirting with them through the TV screen. <laughs> I'm not quite sure if he knows that they can't hear him, and it's he's flirting in the way it's it's not quite catcalling. It's a little too. PG for that. It's like, oh, baby, she's too much. I'm like, what are you fucking doing, dude? He is on one. Uh, and I, I think I kind of like it for that reason. Like, I don't think this is a good movie. I don't recommend it, but I, I highly recommend the, the commentary. This is like, We'll give any fucking maniacs any fucking ideas of this movie fucking kids start drilling each other it's fucking crazy at one point he says the n-word and then apologizes like he just farted
2: <laughs> 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 I will say uh, not a lot of that movie I watched it not even a month ago it's mm-hmm. just lost already because oh, it's yeah. very generic yeah. uh, the things I remember is just how irritating every single character is oh, yeah, from top to bottom and I will never forget that scene of him eating that pizza. It's the oh. most disgusting thing I've ever seen oh, in my wow. life. It is graphic. I don't <laughs> care for it. He is eating it like he hasn't had food in three weeks. Oh, yeah. I felt violated. I did not like it. Yeah. It's the uh, one thing that sticks with me.
0: <laughs> it's also incomprehensible, you know. Which uh, absolutely. You listen to Abel Ferrara, and you're just like, yeah, I think I know why. Uh, anyway, some more horror movies on here that aren't very good. Shocker. I watched Prom Night. I had never seen Prom Night before. That
2: movie fucking stinks on ice, dude. That movie is dog... I don't know... It's only a movie that anyone knows about because Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Yeah, Alex, you have no idea how much disco is in that fucking. Dude, movie. Dude, I I it's actually said, speaking my language. I
0: actually <laughs> said for this movie that there were too many prom scenes.
2: <laughs> in it is a movie called Prom Night. Endless <laughs> disco and it's so boring.
0: Yeah, like it, that was my thing. It's like American culture does have this thing about prom. Like when when I went over to Korea, they a lot of the questions that we was like, "What was prom like for you?" I was just like, "You go to the thing and just dance. Not like that big of a deal." And they were just like, "Wow, it sounds so much like the girls were really into it." And I see this movie. I think this is the one they're thinking of because for most of the movie, it's just them going to prom, and the murders don't happen until, like the last five minutes. And uh, it's not good. I will tell you, I was, uh, I was almost. I wouldn't even say that I was bored. I was kind of watching it, thinking like, "Is this a horror? I think this movie forgot to be a horror movie." I was like, kind of oh, so laughing at it. It's a thriller. It. It, <laughs> Well, it, it is thrilling if you like disco. There is uh, I received neither thrills disco, nor chills. <laughs> Take me back. Yeah, uh, one of like three movies that uh, that Jamie Lee Curtis made this year. She made this. Uh, she was in Terror Train, which I watched and have Oof. nothing to say about. Except and, the magic scene. Oh, dude, they the actually ten got David long Cop- David Copperfield yeah, scene. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the best scene in the movie,
2: too. <laughs> the movie stops dead yeah. for David Copperfield to do an entire magic routine. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, fucking rules.
0: <laughs> and uh also she was in the fog that year. So uh, she was busy. Uh sorry to say. Uh hey Parker, <laughs> you know how my favorite review of yours is the what was the the, the Christmas movie, that Christmas horror one?
2: Oh, Silent Night, Deadly yeah, Night! Yeah, Silent Night,
0: Deadly Night. That's like oh, my I favorite did. review of yours that, besides the the DBZ one. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Anyway, there's a similar movie out there. It's called Christmas Evil, and uh, also known as You Better Watch Out. This is uh, <laughs> I can't tell if this is like really shitty or like fun shitty. I yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Evil is a. Uh, there's this guy who's got to be in his mid forties, mid to late forties, who uh, was kind of fucked up because he saw his mom fucking Santa, uh, which is not how the song goes, oh, by the way. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I guess he, I guess he just goes uh, kind of nutty, and uh, he dresses up as Santa and starts killing people. The way it's portrayed is just so off kilter. It's very, very strange to me. I, uh, I wasn't quite sure what they were trying to achieve, but I, I kind of. I didn't despise it. I, w- I was kind of just in awe of what I was seeing. What else I see? I saw Alligator. Uh, uh, Alligator's not very good, um, but I, I like the special effects, and I like this one guy, this one detective who sounded like Abel Ferrara's director's commentary. What's a good one? on Oh, I watched Road Games. Road Games is good. Uh, oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, Road Games is actually fucking rules. that has got... a uh, who, who is that? It's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this, who just couldn't stop working. And uh, was that Powers Booth, or...? Stacey Keach, Stacy Keach, friend Keech. of the yeah. show. Sorry about that. Yeah, Stace- <laughs> Stacey Keach is, in it turns out that's a guy's name. Sorry. Uh, I like the dialogue in this. I there's something about the the snappy dialogue in this that feels like everyone is in a different book or something, and uh, I I just kind of like it that way. I think I like it because it doesn't feel like a horror movie until like you reach a certain point. It just kind of feels like a weird road movie. Uh, definitely one of Australia's best, which is extraordinarily faint praise.
3: Uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah but I no I actually do like road games uh, Alex I think you would like road games a lot which is I've, uh, heard, I've actually heard that from somebody else really so. I you know it's I, interesting I'd never heard of this or, anyway. I
2: only heard of it because I think Jamie Lee Curtis said she didn't like it I was like oh yeah like, she did not like it which is like, bro, you just listed like three back to back shit ass movies she was in yeah road games
0: owns yeah road games is good um, anyway yeah, she's going to be in the new Halloween movie. Yeah, they're making yet another one. This time it ends for oh. sure.
2: Did you hear John Carpenter's comments on what would happen? Like, if they're going to make more? What, what did he say? Did he say, I hope so, I need the it's money? Like, it pretty much is like, I don't know. If they make money, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> not my fucking, fucking problem. <laughs> I love him, dude.
0: Alright, so I uh, went to the Alamo, and I saw Clue, which is uh, still very good. I've got a raging one right now. Uh that hey, movie, Josh. That <laughs> movie... No. <laughs> he, j- Josh is backup jerk of the week, by the way, because I really wanted him to see it. I think he would love that movie. There are some poop he jokes. He's really never seen it. Yeah, he's just, never seen it. What the fuck?
3: I've never I, met Josh's parents, but it just seems like the kind of movie that they would show him.
0: Dude, I mentioned it, like, no one on my trivia team has seen this movie but me, which is kind That's of wild. fucking me up, you know? I'm like, no, this movie exists. How have you guys not seen Clue? Anyway, every single time I would ask someone, uh, Josh would pipe in from the back. Have you seen Clue Jr.? And I'm like, no, this isn't Clue Jr. So he was doing that just to make me upset. Anyway, uh, yeah, Clue holds up. Uh, Leslie Ann Warren is one of my favorite parts of this movie. She was a last-second replacement for Carrie Fisher. This would be such a worse movie I wonder movie what with Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher was up to at the time. Well, uh, you can guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but Clue holds up. It's very, very good. Uh, I like how... I keep I I've been wrong about this one. I keep telling people it's like no no no. Uh, Tim Curry plays a straight role in this. No, he doesn't. Tim Curry's the funniest member of the cast, and there's no problem with that. Tim Curry's usually the funniest part of whatever he's in. Uh, it holds up. It's really good. Anyway, after that showing, they showed The Dark Knight. Now, sure. Cast your mind back. Remember when we watched The Batman? Uh, Alex, I think you made an assertion that. If I were to rewatch The Dark Knight, I would come out of it saying, "Yeah, the Batman is the better movie." Uh, that sounds like something I would say. Yeah, the that stuck with me for some reason because I was like, all right, I want to see if that is actually true.
3: Wow, I'm just flattered you listen to me.
0: I I try. Anyway, well, I was editing the episode, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. Yes, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> anyway like last week, yeah. Having yeah, having rewatched uh, The Dark Knight, I do feel that The Dark Knight is a better movie, or at least it's the one I like more, but I also find myself saying I don't like ranking the, the Batman movies the same way I like ranking the Star Wars movies. Uh, well, I mean, who yeah, can? <laughs> yeah. I I think they're all good. That, that being said, it feels like The Dark Knight, it's almost like an unfair comparison because beforehand I rewatched Batman Begins, which is just about as perfect to me as The Dark Knight is. Uh, I don't really have any criticism. Like, maybe a, a small criticism of Batman Begins is it's a little too jokey in places. Like the nice coat line. I was like, eh, I don't know about that. But I... happy it's in there I guess you guys are gonna have to help me out with this I don't know if this is something that was on Lulinks back in like 2008 or something but when the Dark Knight came out I remember everyone liked it was there anyone who was like criticizing the movie for Maggie Gyllenhaal's performance because I think that's the only thing I don't like about it because her line delivery just doesn't feel like she's taking it seriously
3: so it's hard for two reasons one is that a lot of the criticism on Lulinks in 2007 was that she's ugly so you know you, you have to right. yeah. you, you have like it's hard to think back to that time period and the people we were around because yeah. that was a lot of it yeah. uh but uh as you mentioned you watched Batman Begins before this yeah and I'm of the opinion that the best part of Batman Begins is Katie Holmes I think she's incredible in I think movie. she's very good yes I think she's very very good I think that one of it's not my biggest problem with the Dark Knight probably like third or fourth down the list is like I think Maggie Gyllenhaal suffers from not being Katie Holmes. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's not fair because obviously you can't be another fucking person. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's a part that should have had more to do and didn't. And that, like, I don't know. I, I, I want to let you talk about The Dark Knight before yeah. I talk about The Dark Knight. Yeah, so I'm just going to
1: back off. But
0: I mean, it, I, I find myself at a bit of a disadvantage here because uh, most of the good things about The Dark Knight have already been said by every person who's seen The Dark Knight. Uh, I if I want to break new ground here, uh, I really like the soundtrack. Uh, I think the soundtrack is very, very nice. It's my shit. Um, I like the dialogue. Uh. I like the boat scenes, so that's what kind okay, of Batman fan off, I this. am.
3: <laughs> eh, you fucking loser. I don't. I
0: don't what, what? can I say? I like it. How, when uh, you were saying
2: that it's like fourth or fifth down on your problems with it's like number one is either the boats or Two Face as a whole. I'm curious which yeah, one. Is I think I. Ones. I
0: think it would probably be the boats because if I recall correctly, uh, I think Alex said he really likes. Uh, Aaron Eckhart in this movie I think
3: Aaron Eckhart's the best part of this movie I think everything that happens after the Joker plot is resolved doesn't need to be in this movie Yeah. my biggest biggest issue is that I feel like this movie has a fourth act Mm -hmm. and the fourth act is just Two-Face and that should be its own movie I, that would have been a better movie than Dark Knight Rises, which I know is hard to say when we have oh, the God. world's biggest Dark Knight Rises God. fan on the show. Here. I but, yeah.
2: I'm more excited for you to rewatch that than literally anything else in our horizon.
0: Yeah, I cannot wait. for Well, that, I right? did not watch Rises after the the Dark Knight. Uh, pledge
2: because... it now, pledge it to our listeners.
3: <laughs> See, th- here's the thing though, because you can put it in the segment earlier, it's fine.
0: I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't want to get like Batman fatigue, which I have a feeling it we're it's probably be Nolan fatigue, you know. Uh, I'm going to have to give myself a little bit of time, but the good news is I do have the Blu-ray set, so I can watch it with subtitles. Uh, (laughs) I'm hoping it it holds. There's no way I'm going to like it as much as I did back in 2010 or 2012 or whatever it came out. What's up?
3: I just had an idea for the new segment. Oh, no. Anybody who doesn't watch the thing they said they're going to watch in that week has just been the wheel of disappointment. Uh, I don't think we
0: got to do that. So. God damn it! Empty <laughs> man's just... like two and a half hours.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> no, we I don't think we should have to do that. Look, I, uh,
3: going forward, not 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 for the, the ones we talked about, but yes, also
2: next week.
0: next week. We're just going to say hard. I'm not going to watch anything. I'm going to go to home. You'll just around. get
2: a, a five dollar Venmo. Like, hey, you edited that part out. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> trying I to did. give the people more wheels. Yeah, oh, yeah The people do want wheels. Unfortunately, people they do. Yeah, wheels. I wish they didn't.
0: Anyway. Uh, it's
3: like how much Star Wars fans yeah. love getting more Yodas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well. Anyway, all that being said about Dark Knight is uh, I still like Dark Knight a lot, but I also really like the Batman. The more I think back to it, uh, one of my criticisms of uh, the Batman is I felt that whenever the Batman tried to do things that the Dark Knight did, I was reminded of the Dark Knight in a way that made me think the Dark Knight was a better movie. But now when I watch the Dark Knight I'm like, boy, there are all those scenes that were in the Batman that I actually like those scenes more than The yes. Dark Knight. And I that's think what that's, I was getting at when yeah. I said that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's I think that's interesting. I, I don't know, I, I like both of them. I just I think I prefer the Dark Knight a little bit more. I do like the fact that it's this piece of Americana, uh, which is kinda cool. And they're both very American movies. And uh, I
3: do I do love how important the Dark Knight was when it came out. Yeah, like that that means more to me. Like I saw that movie three times in theaters, and I don't normally go see things multiple times in theaters. And the only reason I did that is because everyone wanted to see the fucking Dark Knight.
0: I believe like, it. Yeah. Right, what
3: are we doing this Friday? Yeah, oh, I guess we're seeing the Dark Knight because somebody hasn't seen it. Like yeah. that was cool.
0: I I'm, liked that. Yeah, I will say this is after after getting out of the Dark Knight, and I actually felt the same thing when I watched Batman Begins. I was like, man. I think I'm team DC again. I had to go back. They should just uh, hire me as their new focus group because, like, I, it's so much better than Marvel movies. I like the Dark Knight and the Batman and Batman Begins and probably Rises more than, like, any Marvel movie I've seen. I think the only ones that come close are Spider-Verse and, uh, I guess Deadpool. Uh, everything else doesn't really do much for me.
3: Yeah, so the two fake ones. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, yeah, I, I like the Dark Knight. Big surprise. And I don't I have not revisited the Batman even though it's been on HBO for months. I've just yeah. accepted like I'll probably just turn it off after they uh, arrest. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, that's I, fine. I I think you I'll should. probably that's do fine. the same thing. Yeah. That's like a solid 220 right there. Like that's yeah. I know how it is. That's fine. That's a whole movie in itself. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, that that's a movie that if they do like a 10 year re-release in theaters, I will be there.
2: Like, oh, pro- I'm almost I, early doing that. Yeah.
3: I, I also saw that at the senators like I'm biased. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I I saw that in an old-timey fucking theater that, like, just smelled like the 30s. And, like, Mm -hmm. that just... That did so much more for that movie. That sounds great,
2: yeah. Someone I was listening to were, like, just watching for the first time. They were describing how it just... It opens with just a black screen with the Batman in red. And I was like, I should drive home and watch this right now. Right, I forgot how good this movie is. Yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, it it is very, very good.
3: That Uh, movie's gonna age
0: very,
1: very
3: well.
0: Oh, I definitely believe that. So, here's an interesting thing about uh, The Dark Knight that, uh... I don't know if this is something that anyone else feels, but this is, like, a thing I get a lot. I'll be going through uh, my iTunes. I like to listen to film soundtracks, especially when I'm writing. And every once in a while, I come across a Dark Knight thing, and i would be like, I should rewatch the movie before I listen to that soundtrack. Otherwise, like, I'll I'll get to the movie and be like, I I know that soundtrack too well or something like that. Anyway, I I don't know. It's just a a feeling where, like, I'm glad that I got to see the movie because now I can listen to the soundtrack and, like, choose my favorite parts and put them on a running playlist or something. Uh... One more here, and this is, ai can't believe it. This is a movie from the list. Now, if you were to look at the list, uh, which again is 1,000 horror movies, you could probably guess the top 10 without even looking, all right? I'm going to read them off to you. This will come as no shock. Rosemary's Baby, Jaws, Night of the Living Dead, The Thing, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Alien, Psycho, The Shining, The Exorcist. Everyone knows that. Now... If you were to go down the list, like way, way down the list, you're going to get a lot of movies that you've never even heard of, and that also makes sense because, like, you, you can't get everything, right? Like, who's, how do you order things when you get to, like, number 485 is The Day of the Beast, number 486 is Burial Ground, The Knights of Terror, number 487 is The Woman in Black, not the Daniel Radcliffe version, like... How do you organize those? How do you say one is better than the other? So I kind of thought for a long time that the people who made this list would just order, like, the top 50 or so, and then they're just like, yeah, I don't know, just throw everything that, like, uh, Brian DePombe ever made, just put it on there. And every single Cronenberg movie, just put it on there, you know? They're not actually ordering it, right? And then, all the way down at, I believe it's, uh... Let me see this one here. All the way down at number 816... There's a little movie you may have heard of called The Terminator. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's cheating, but okay. Yeah, right, sure. Why not? I guess that's the 816th greatest horror movie. Who knows? I got to see it at the Angelica Mosaic in Fairfax. <sighs> This, this would be a better list
3: yeah. if just like more good movies were on there that weren't like obviously weren't horror but like it's so good like yeah it's like the 500 best horror movie ever anyway well that's and yeah I like admit that's what I like
0: about sci-fi like sci-fi movies I fucking. was gonna say that's, that's like one of my favorite things about Brian De Palma's movies being on there they're just clearly not horror <laughs> just like fucking you know put them on there well, the idea
3: that there's a new version of the list with like Avatar at like 930 <laughs> like, like there's no horror elements but like we have a criteria and it's like yeah 10 it, it's like 10 out of 10 in three categories so it just it scores no points we'd rather have people
0: see avatar than human centipede 3 anyway uh i i got to see the terminator on a big screen which i was really happy to do because it uh, turns out the terminator is a pretty good movie maybe you've heard alex what did you watch
3: So knowing that Parker has not seen Barbarian yet, I'm not going to do like a big long sidebar on this like I want to with Chris because oh my god, I want to talk about Barbarian so fucking badly. Yeah, dude, I adore this fucking movie. Everything.
0: everything. That's it. Yeah, you just you know. All right. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. um, um, Yeah. I,
3: I will. I will give the following tidbits just for anybody that's listening to this before they listen to that episode that is trying to figure out, because, like, I I assume sequentially it's going to be the next one, so I don't know when this will come out, but, like, you'll have time, based on (laughs) what we're talking about now. Um, This is a movie that is is a very clear three-act structure. If you get to Act 2, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Turn it off, it's not for you. Like, it's just something where, like, if you don't trust this movie after Act 1, like, I don't know what to tell you, you know? Like, yeah, it's gonna take you on a bit of a journey that you might be like, well, why are we doing this? Why Why aren't we doing the other thing anymore? But, like, it's it's worth it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. absolutely worth your time, but if you can't comprehend that, just turn it off. Like, it's cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's n- no shame. Like, literally no shame. This is definitely a movie that's made for sweaty fucking horror nerds, because... Anybody else, like, any normal person who doesn't watch horror movies, who watched this movie, is gonna be fucking confused. Like, it doesn't make sense if you have a normie Marvel watcher brain. And that's cool. That's totally fine. Um, I say all that to say these couple things. Number one, finding out that my wife hates Justin Long. One of the highlights of my week. <laughs> Just cause, like, I... You have to realize, my wife did not live in the United States until 2020. So therefore, she has never seen an I'm a Mac and I'm a PC commercial. She hates Justin Long on his body of work.
2: <laughs> not a big dodgeball fan?
3: <laughs> Evidently not. She was, she's, she Rabbit, like, huh? I was watching her work through it and she was like, yeah, I think it's really just that I hate Tusk, which like hey, why, has too, my wife, why has my wife seen Tusk? I haven't I, seen Tusk. I
2: need a fo- What? Not uh, on the well, list. you know, uh, you know, I, uh, it, it counts. It counts for one of your assignments, Chris. You know, yeah, and, and I, I, check well, the box if you need. guess, but,
3: yeah. Um, uh, that movie is just—it's—it's it's a perfect setting. Um, Chris, when you talked about it last week, you mentioned feeling dumb that you didn't realize what true to life thing that this was like, loosely describing. No, no, I no. Still, it's
0: I, I. I feel bad that I did recognize it because it's incredibly fucked up.
3: Oh, okay, because yeah. like I had no fucking idea, and also didn't care. I, you know, that's an um, interesting
0: thing here. So, um... I think I'm the only one who picked up on that. It's not even they haven't even put it in the IMDb trivia yet, and yet it's very obviously doing this one specific thing.
3: I, I'm sure it's doing something. I yeah. just like I, you know, I don't. No date one's talking, to... so I don't. I don't know yeah. about true crime. <laughs> yes, like, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I... Like,
0: I it's I, I don't know it's not from a true crime play I just read a Wikipedia article but uh, I I know yeah. I know I was Parker I wasn't there's like an off chance because you're also into sick and twisted fucked up shit but uh... Oh, I fucking hate true
2: crime that's yeah. the ironic part I watch horror movies all day yeah. but well it's anyway not, it's not real yeah. uh, well, it's actually well, getting down.
3: well, yeah. <laughs> well a- anyway that character in the flashback scenes I love that they shoot him like a Grand Theft Auto character <laughs> <laughs> which is the only way I can you describe it oh, that's a good God, way to put it yeah uh, <laughs> geez, fucking I, like like I. It's such a weird fucking choice, but, like, from four frames of seeing it, I was like, I love this. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I love every decision that's made in making this. I love knowing that the bigger this gets, the more people that see it are gonna be angry. I... This movie fucking... Rules. Yeah, someone's gonna get upset
0: I... about this movie, but it ain't gonna be us.
3: Uh, correct. I Like, I have pitched this to other people, you know, obviously I don't want to tell them anything that happens, because it's more fun to know nothing. It really is. Like, Ooh. I I think in general, people that are concerned with spoilers for stuff are kind of stupid and lame. But, like, there are certain experiences where, like, I have no idea where this is going is an important component. This Ooh. is obviously one of them. Um, but at the same time, like, uh, how, how do I word this? Um, I've told people, like, if you liked Malignant, you will like this, and that's not really fair, because they're very, very different movies. Thank you. But, like, if 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 you went through the process of Malignant and came out clapping like a seal, you will 100% enjoy this. Yeah. Because this is a better movie in every respect. But also, y- y- you have to have a certain tolerance for stupidity in order to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say?
0: I think it, I think it's fair to say. I, I was thinking about whether I wanted to push back as to whether it's better than Malignant, because I think that they're very, very different movies. But if I'm they are. if I'm being yeah. honest, yeah, this is better than Malignant. Uh, especially because I remember the Malignant episode, there was a certain point at which we were trying to figure out whether we liked it. <laughs> I think, no, I think we liked it. I think we were trying to figure out if it was good or good. And the answer was yes. just yes, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So.
2: Anyway, I, yeah, this,
3: this yeah. movie is
0: actually good. I
2: spent yeah. all day yesterday just frantically refreshing IP torrents. Like maybe somewhere, I just could not get to a theater. But yeah, no. It's so just, again, excited. also, if you're busy,
0: it's you know, it's whatever.
2: Well, life, I mean, life if, throws if, many
0: curveballs. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: if you're busy, make time. As I said on this show, like a year and a half ago, about underwater. If you don't see it in the theater, you're gonna be mad about it if you don't oh, see this yeah. in a theater you're
2: gonna be mad about it that's yeah. what i'm just saying we're doing is the episode because yeah she'll want to okay. see it like she yeah definitely. the fact oh, that i've yeah. told her like hey any people i know who don't like horror movies have told me hey go see this don't read anything like she'll go see it she's down for whatever yeah. mm-hmm. she watched so much garbage fucking horror that 10 days we were at home with yeah. covid like so yeah, that's why it's the episode now because uh now i can't get out of it yeah yeah and and also,
3: if you watch it in two days, and you're like, also, we can do a real episode. We can do that too.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's also fun. I mean,
0: we we will be talking about it for like at least twenty minutes because I, I know. Is, I, know. I, like, I feel like this is. There's been a lot of moments in which Alex has seen like a future episode, right? And he'll come out of the theater, and be like, "All I want to do is talk about this stuff." are like, "Fuck, man, I, I got to yeah, get there." Yeah, and now yeah. that was my feeling, you know. And I saw it's it just like it does feel that way. It. Do I can't be believe like,
3: you thought there was a chance that I wouldn't like this. I actually can't believe that. I...
0: Did I say that? I but I did. Uh, when I'm you sorry, edit in yeah. a month, you'll know. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm sorry I said that, so... No, no, no. It, it, it like...
3: Yeah. It, it's... <laughs> this is the most my shit oh to be fair it's year. a
0: horror movie so it's yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not way. anti-horror you should be um, I am yeah you <laughs> well, should be I am <laughs> a lot of things cause uh cause I got I got the trailer for Pearl in front of this and if uh, any of you motherfuckers yeah. tries to make me watch Dude, Pearl like not only will I not be on the show anymore but I will be blocking you yeah. and possibly kicking you from wait do you
2: like X I didn't see X yeah. why oh, I would I see X oh I, I thought you it. were Fucking new parker oh, so you can just you explain heard about this the crocodile. to me because okay. you're a part of the horror community.
0: People will not shut up about Pearl. I don't want to watch. Oh, it. I
2: haven't seen it. Why? Like
3: it's like oh oh gosh, I'm just a Southern girl and I killed a chicken with a pitchfork. A24 logo. Yeah, I fucking know, man. Like I know is this it is A24? what you do. A-, a motherfucker. This is the most A24 movie that's ever been made. I thought you told me about
2: X, but I feel like someone just told you. No, about you was. not No, I, I saw a trailer yeah. for X. Yeah.
3: We we definitely talked about that trailer. I saw the poster I like, hey, for X I didn't Oh really no, no 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 yeah, no no! I, I I told you about the crocodile kill because someone told me about it. Oh, okay, but, crocodile kill. But yeah that's no, right, there's no fucking I'm way I'm watching X. Why? Would oh yeah I watch no, X? I mean
2: yeah, fair. He would. It's it's fine.
3: I don't know who this T West motherfucker is, but I will never watch one of their movies. And yeah. you know
2: what? Even like amongst horror nerds, that's a dude that's very very divisive. With like fucking miss me with all of it or. I love his style. It's a real... I, I've,
3: nev- I've never seen one, and I already know from seeing trailers for two movies that I'm good forever. Yeah, hey right. guys, I'll
2: let you know how Pearl is later this year. I, yeah.
3: I know you're going to see it. Yeah, and you like...
2: look like you're watching it. I know. And Fuck you, you you. Come back <laughs> know and be like, so mean you, to you about
3: this." You could come back and be like, "This is the worst dog shit I've ever seen." You guys need to watch it so just other people can wallow in how mad I am right now. And like that is a sales case that would work with any other movie, but not this one because like I just yeah. I I a twenty four is a no. It's oh just I'm a hard fairly no at this confident
2: point. I will watch it and not bring it up on here. Mm-hmm. I I've oh no no, no. Please, future site. please
3: bring it up. <laughs> yeah,
2: well you also watched X that so you talked about it. would be weird if you watched. watch yeah, it's and just because of. Uh, I mean, my, my good friend lets me know that there's a scene in which a croc eats a woman. I have to report back. I, yeah, look, I,
3: I did that for your sake, No, that appreciate you would see it, it eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: I appreciate that. because I mean, definitely
3: pro moved it up the and list. Pro-croc, yeah. so. Yeah. Pro-croc Hawkins, you know, pro all things so Crocs. Um. croc uh, So, just a couple more things here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a book to talk to you guys about.
2: <laughs> hey, Parker, Chris. you hear that? No, hey, Chris, Chris.
3: Yeah, I'm looking directly at you as I say Sorry. this. Have you ever read The Kid Stays in the Picture? No. You need to. Right. Like right now. Like okay. drop everything you're doing and go buy it. You. <laughs> you, of all Put people, will fucking love this book. It's not that long. Um. I can make a strong recommendation for the audiobook because the author reads it and he sounds exactly like he writes. Um. And it, this is something that it, it, so it's, it's Robert Evans autobiography who was like an actor you know famously like ran Paramount was responsible for getting the Godfather made like all of these sorts of things mm-hmm. uh, but like is also this extremely cocksure like Hollywood figure during this time in a way that if anybody else were writing the way that he does you would think it was satire But it's just so fucking sincere coming from him that it's just like, oh, oh fuck, you are this guy. You're not, you're not pretending. When you casually allude to sleeping with some movie star, it's not because you're trying to sound cool. It's like, oh no, this just needs to be revealed for the sake of the story. Like, it. one of the most fascinating autobiographies I've ever read. I think autobiographies in general kind of suck because people are awful at talking about themselves. This is the exception. You as somebody that cares about movies in Hollywood, you should read this. Or if you don't want to read it, there's also, I think, a movie. Yeah, that's so. what I'm, I
0: keep finding. Apparently, the book is hard to find. Um, I got well, it though.
3: So, well, uh, I, I know you're not an audiobook guy, but if you were, I would suggest the audiobook just because it's the author reading it in his own words, his own gravelly New York voice. Like it, it does like it adds a little bit. I can't say that I've both read it and listened to it, but I'm of the opinion that the audiobook's a great format for it. That said, it's like what, like 250 pages? Like you can That's get through nothing, that? Yeah, like, That's yeah a it, it's yeah. it's really short. It's a six-hour audiobook. I know it's short. Yes. But, uh, the
2: second, you said Robert Evans reads it. I opened up Audible to add it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I, I mean, that I I, I will on
3: I will ship you that credit in a heartbeat, buddy. Yeah. like it's. Uh, don't worry, I just
0: found it on eBay for. Uh, For, like, seven bucks, and all proceeds go to charity. So, uh... There you go. Yeah, I got it. Um, I I look forward to a lengthy
3: conversation with you about this, because it is one of the most interesting books I've ever read. Yeah, it's just, you know, sometimes you get a book that's just about an interesting person Mm -hmm. who's, like, in a role that doesn't necessarily need to be remembered. Like, I don't care who ran Paramount for ten years, no matter what they made. It doesn't fucking matter. This guy's... Different story. (laughs) Um, very, very much up your alley, um and also i have to buy you the 90s at some point because i said that like six right, months yeah. ago and i meant it uh parker you ended up reading that didn't you
0: yeah it was really good yeah parker read it well audiobook
2: oh, that work oh, but you oh, know yeah. it still oh, counts yeah. that, that actually uh, yeah, yeah. wait well, my library didn't have it so audiobook it was
3: it's good it goes if longer. you if you like the 90s and pop culture it's really good um Anyway, one more thing to talk about here, I think. So, I watched the new David Bowie movie. Oh, Moon, Moon Age Daydream. Daydream? Yes. So, I yes, for once, I was the one to sit through a two-hour and 15-minute music documentary. Uh, yeah. Um, so, this isn't a documentary. Just, like, first and foremost. Let mm-hmm. me put that out there. It is very much like an experimental film about David Bowie. Which, to me, is fascinating. I had a great time. I cannot say that most people listening will watch this movie and have positive thoughts about it. Not because, like, they're not going to get it or anything dumb like that. It's The entire movie is archival footage of David Bowie, whether it be concerts or movies or whatever. And all of the audio in the movie is archival recordings of David Bowie. So the entire idea is to, like, create an experience. Like the entire, like, ethos of the movie is, like, what did David Bowie mean at these points in time? Like, 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 what did he mean culturally? What did his work mean to him? What did his work mean to others? And it's not, again, it's not a documentary. It's This is not something you go into and go, like, oh, and then he made Ziggy Stardust, and then he got this deal, and then he went on tour, and then he stopped to go, like, paint or whatever. Like, he's a weird fucking dude and if you're interested in weird fucking people this is like a great avenue to explore not just someone's brain but the way that an experienced filmmaker wants to explore their brain this is like a really cool movie that i don't think i'm gonna tell anybody in my real life that they should watch and chris i think you as somebody that appreciates film will really like this i think let me put it this way a good friend of mine is like a huge david bowie fan is really excited for this movie mm-hmm. and i already told him i'm like i don't know if you're gonna like it man like i don't know i think this is more like artistic film experience than it is david bowie movie and like that's fine which is like it's cool that like this they had this limited release in like imax only so like the people that give a shit about this can go see it and not be, you know, crowded with people like, man, I didn't fucking get it. But, uh, similar to the Elvis movie that I have very fond thoughts on. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways, this movie does make David Bowie feel like the most important person in the world, and I appreciate that. Um, I am not somebody who particularly followed David Bowie at any point when he was alive. I remember when he died only because of its proximity to when Prince died. Um, but, like, man made some good music, man made some good movies, Labyrinth isn't one of them, don't try to make it a future episode, <laughs> no, no, no. I, am sort of not it. watching it, uh, oh, oh well if, well, if Parker hasn't seen it, then maybe we can, but, you know, uh, <laughs> Again? <laughs> um, but, uh, no, this is one, uh, I, I don't even mean this in a shitty way, but, like, I don't know if this is gonna come out while this is even still in theaters, very cool to see on a big screen like very neat movie experience but very much not for everyone like i i planned on seeing this yesterday and like i like didn't even tell my wife i was going to it because i'm like i don't want you to go and hate it because i thought that was gonna happen which is she has an art degree so it's not like she would have just hated it because it was too smart for her or anything it's just like i if you don't care about David Bowie and you don't care about culture and the way that films tell a story like there's nothing here for you it's just like oh a David Bowie song's playing over like one of his concerts and then it's gonna cut to an interview and he's gonna say some stuff that's sort of profound and then you're gonna hear more David Bowie music and you see some shots from his films and it's like this should be in a museum not in a movie theater but it's not and that's cool I don't know I'm bad at talking about artsy stuff it's very much not my my forte when it comes to this like like being on a podcast but Mm. I do think people should know about this because it's cool and I only know about it because I got a trailer for it in front of Dragon Ball Z for some reason. I've seen this trailer um,
0: like 40 times already and every time I'm like, boy, I can't wait for that to hit theaters and apparently it's in theaters that I didn't know. so uh... Uh, so it's
3: not at like Alamo and stuff yet. Oh, okay. that'll be this right. this, this Thursday. Right. They, they did a limited
0: IMAX only release like this week oh. uh,
3: which is cool. I will uh, say I, that I'm, like for, really for
0: David Bowie, you know I, I think he would prefer something like this so for like a biopic or uh, or even like a regular documentary. So and I think
3: that's that's part of the reason his estate gave Brett Morgan access to like all of the, like all of his stuff because like right. nobody else has looked at a lot of this and yeah. they spent a lot of money to digitize a lot of the the stuff that they went through for this, <laughs> and I've read a couple interviews with Brett Morgan about making this where he was just like. I, I think in one of them, he's like, I watched the Bee Gees documentary that came out recently, and I just started crying, because it's like, why can't I make this fucking straightforward normal movie about the Bee Gees, but I can't, because it's David Bowie. Like, it's it's just, it's gotta be this Oh, right, movie. yeah. And, like, that, to me, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that might be cringe to say. No, no, like, no, I, no, I guess Whatever. Uh, it's, I'm really, really happy I saw this. And also, this conversation I'm having right now might be the last conversation I ever have about it because who the fuck in my life is going to watch this? Like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's not a problem. Well, I do have a rain check at the
0: Alamo, so maybe I'll
3: get a chance. I I think it's at the Alamo starting on Thursday. Yeah, I'll I'll look into it. Because there's also the Angelica
0: Mosaic was definitely going to be
3: playing it. You specifically, I think, even if you don't like it, will appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about David Bowie. I fucking love David Bowie.
0: Gee, really yeah I, I love I, that,
3: that could have gone either way yeah me. yeah like, that's, I,
0: that's the thing about dad rock is like there are some uh, elements of dad rock that like will never work for you like I don't like most right. of the Rolling Stones I, they only have like it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. a solo maybe two songs I like by him uh, but for Bowie I, I fucking you know what's interesting about David Bowie is like the more I listen to his stuff the, the more I find uh, stuff I didn't know that I liked I didn't know I liked Life on Mars but turns out I do yeah. Uh, other shit that he has, which is just fantastic. I love him in the Prestige. I like him in Labyrinth. I do think that Labyrinth has some bad scenes that drag it down so far that it is borderline unwatchable in some cases. It's um, also
3: cool though that like he's not an actor. Right. Exactly. But, but yeah. like he's just in that. But he's also because like, a, he's an like he thought it'd be form. a cool thing to do. Yeah. 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 That's the. It's the same thing. There's a lot of him talking about his art in this yeah. movie. Excuse me. Um, like talking about you know like before he'd ever had like a gallery showing of his art and stuff and like being kind of insecure about it which is like such an interesting interview to hear when you're thinking about david fucking bowie mm-hmm. like somebody who was just like a transcendent public figure It's like i don't know if i want you guys to see my portraits like that's that kind of shit is interesting to me mm-hmm. like And ultimately, at the end of the... Go ahead.
0: uh, There is one line from the trailer that really stuck out to me, because I've seen two different trailers. There's one that they showed at the Alamo, and the one that they showed the Angelica. I think I like the one that they showed the Angelica more, because there's a line that he says that really, really stuck with me. He said, uh, from about the time that I was 16 years old, I I was dead set on having the biggest adventure that life could possibly give me. And I I really like that, because that was more than being rich and famous, which he did end up being... He just wanted to have as good of a time as he possibly. It's beyond having a good time. It was going on an adventure, and uh, I like that. I it stuck with me.
3: And I think that that vein covers a lot of the way this movie handles his life because you know he did get married. Mm-hmm. Like he did find love later in life. That is maybe three minutes of this movie. Um, you know he did start releasing pop music like especially in the early 80s you know mm-hmm. stuff that was like supposed to be consumed like in this mainstream level by everybody and that's like five minutes of this movie like it's not telling the story of David Bowie's life it's just like here's this guy he wanted to do some stuff and this is how he did it and I really appreciated that and if other people watch this and go that was fucking boring I don't care like that's fine too like mm-hmm. I, again, I'm not going to go around recommending this to people. Yeah. But um, if you like dumb, artsy shit, this is, like... This is the podcast for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, exactly. I'm like, I know our fucking audience. It's like, Mac's not going to watch this movie. No, that <laughs> attitude. Like, uh, but, uh... Um,
0: the wheel of audiences.
3: Yeah, uh, one last note on that, because one of the interviews that I read with Brett Morgan, the director, he was talking about how... Uh, part of like the whole reason he got into directing is he was able to take like classes on french new wave for free when he was a teenager and like by all means do not watch french new wave agreed um but uh there's some influences there um yeah for for good and for bad Mm -hmm. but not something you'd expect to hear about a music documentary right documentary but you know Mm -hmm.
0: yeah artistic experience
3: Very cool. Probably should be at the Smithsonian, not in the movie theater, Mm -hmm. but, you know, whatever. It's fine.
0: Uh, Anything else you watched?
3: I think that's it. So I can hand off to Parker.
2: I'm so happy you ended with that, because I watched one thing, and it's the biggest piece of dog shit I've ever seen in my life. The yin and yang of this (laughs) show. Boys. Uh, the Hooptober challenge has started yet again, and I, am I hate that word. One movie, and I hate that name with all my heart. Why do you guys do this? Oh, I mean, I've never finished one. It's September. Like, that's to give you an extra like half a month, because I mean, I didn't finish it last time I tried it. I ain't gonna finish it this time. Yeah. But uh, boy, it brought me some content for this show. What, yeah. What was it? Let me tell you. Hey, Chris, you're familiar with the the Joe Dante classic, The Howling, right? Uh, yeah. Oh. Boy <laughs> Let me tell you about The Howling 2 Colon Your sister is a werewolf in <laughs> Top 5 title I've ever heard right
0: Boy so, though It gives away some of the movie doesn't
2: it <laughs> So you might remember the end of The Howling uh, The lady newscaster Starts turning to a werewolf and they just fucking Murk her like in Robocop Yeah yeah. spoilers she didn't come back for this movie Well she but, got murked uh, so Yes, well, here's the problem Good job by them Here's the thing, Uh, during the autopsy They removed the silver bullets that were used (laughs) So she's just Sort of alive again Kind of Now we find this out because uh, her brother uh, Is played by A fantastic actor named Reb Brown, who you might know from Space Mutiny Yes, he got working something else. <laughs> Big Mick huge himself. Oh my is god! The second build actor in this werewolf movie. Someone else watched this. <laughs> uh, this is the movie. Uh, I've known this movie for most of my life because I've known the bit of trivia where when the star of this movie, Christopher Lee, went to Gremlins Two on day one, he went to Joe Dante and apologized for being in this. <laughs> So I've always known of this movie. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, He is the star of this movie. He is the only one with any sort of presence, ability to read lines, not make weird screaming noises like Red Brown does. <laughs> uh, has one of my favorite bits of movie trivia I've ever seen, if I could just uh, refer to the IMDB here. um, uh, The werewolf suits finally arrived for the shoot, and they were contained in a crate marked 20th Century Fox, Planet of the Apes. Uh, The director was very upset to find out he received monkey suits. So he calls up a producer and the producer's like, hey, you're talented. You make it work. He responds, uh, that's, I mean, they're impossible to pass as a They don't look anything like it. And the producer just hung up on him. So that's, uh, hey, spoilers. They do not, in fact, make it work. They look absolutely horrendous the worst werewolf costumes you've ever seen in your life um apparently at multiple points Christopher Lee would get just so frustrated dealing with the other stars he would just wander off set for a while until it was time to shoot again he just could not fucking bear being there
0: you know what's interesting is I I'm going through the horror movies and there was a point in time like uh like late 50s, 60s, early 70s, in which Christopher Lee was turning up a lot. You mostly in like the Hammer Horror like uh, compilation movies that they made. And it's like, all right, finally, like a decent actor. And then now that I'm in the 80s, I'm, I'm right around uh, 81 right now, no more Christopher Lee. I was like, man, what happened to this guy? And uh, now
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, turned out Lord of the Rings had not come a calling yet. Yeah. <laughs> he's just in this fucking purgatory. <laughs> Poor fucker. Uh, so Christopher Lee just shows up. He's like, hey man, by the way, uh, your sister's a werewolf and also she's alive. We have to go to Transylvania and go atop the werewolf castle to defeat the queen werewolf. from yeah, like, <laughs> Alright, so I guess sick. we'll do that. The queen werewolf. I like this uh, already. Let me tell you. The mm-hmm. movie's not good. Has a werewolf orgy. So uh, it ain't ooh, that bad. That, well, ooh, I, wait I mean, a second. It's a bunch that of werewolf is, sex.
3: That uh, is, you know, we, we refer to that as a mass sex teaching event or sex ed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but also just remember, like, it says Planet of the Apes costumes. They had made a Planet of the Apes movie in a while. It'd been a couple decades. That... <laughs> Those shits don't look good. <laughs> I know. It's just a lot of a lot of hair. The worst spirit Halloween masks you've ever seen. And uh, the Queen of Werewolf, uh, played by one Sybil Danning, Who uh, talked to the producers like, hey, I'm really tired of just, like, every single movie I have just being, like, endless nude scenes of me. Can we just stick to one? And they're like, yeah, totally. We'll just have one scene. And then we get to the credits. They show the scene of her taking her top off 17 times. (laughs) They just repeat it over (laughs) and... over in a montage. Are you serious? One of the most mean-spirited things I've ever seen. That is so fucking evil, dude. Yeah, she agreed so. uh, When she saw the movie and realized, like, Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, spoilers. They didn't ask. They just sent it to a montage. I They just kept interspersing like a three-second clip of her ripping her top off. Dude,
0: horror movie. I don't know. Maybe Parker does. Maybe you agree. I think I think horror movies can be a little
2: sexist sometimes. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, I shouldn't true. watch them. Great. Well, I mean, when you think
3: th- about the average horror fan, like, that's yeah. probably all they're going to see yeah. in their lives. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell it. you. It's like a public service, you yeah.
0: know? Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you this, Parker. Parker, uh... Great subtitle, maybe not as good as House Two, the second story, but uh, also the one I was thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got another one here for you. This comes from uh, Gabby's boyfriend. Uh, he says to me, "I see you have watched the abysmal prom night." Must be listening to this call. Uh, <laughs> he he follows it up with, uh, "Please make sure to see the somehow excellent sequel, Prom Night 2 Hello, Mary Lou hell yeah dude alright uh, I've also
2: heard surprisingly good things about that but also I can I yeah life's life, life short man yeah another life run. is real oh, short these
3: horror virgins managed to date I don't understand I,
0: I things
2: are going it's, well with
0: him because yeah, she yeah. isn't right No, she's not no she's is, okay. she's not no, no, yeah she's not Stephanie
1: Uh, see that
0: was weird when when I took Abby to see everything everywhere all at once we had to have a seat between her and me just in case (laughs) oh just in case someone wanted to sit there yeah exactly
2: (laughs) what seat did you pick Oh no, no <laughs> dude! What's your say? I don't. I don't want. <laughs>
0: I don't want anything to happen to you. They retire her seat like a fucking jersey in her, <laughs> hanging from a rapper. No, it's it's the it's the red seat uh Fenway.
2: <laughs> no one can buy H twelve not as long as she's yeah. Been. No no
0: no one has ever uh, thrown a football as hard as Daniel Jones did that one time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, it truly just one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but also Christopher Lee. is. They asked him why he did it, and he just flatly said, like, oh, I've never been in a werewolf movie. It's like, you know what? That's, That's a good respect point. Respect that. Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling he'd have... Facts. I, I, won, I wouldn't be surprised if he needed
0: the money, especially because, like, people are like, oh, he was in all those Hammer Horror movies. There's no way they
2: paid well, because otherwise he just wouldn't have been in them. He was not enjoying them. And also, like, once you go over 200 movies and someone's like, hey, do you want to be in the sequel? You're like, Never fought a werewolf, I guess so. I, I mean, that's I got yeah, six no, weeks free. It's why fucking not? De Niro. I mean, War it's enriching. Not just going to stop acting. Oh, yeah. filming at some castle somewhere. Yeah, sure, let's do it. Yeah, why not? Absolutely horrendous. Uh, one movie down. Probably won't make it to double digits, but you know what? I tried, and that's all that matters. Yeah, this a for everybody. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: I I understand the idea of just not really enjoying something, so you just kind of give up on it. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I tried to pick things that look interesting, but. No, I saw. it, Yeah, I actually if it saw. It feels like, like the, homework. It feels yeah. like homework.
0: Like, I saw like the the list of things he came up with. Um, I got enough
2: shit to watch for this. To yeah, add on. <laughs> yeah, fair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, in that case, let's talk about Josie and the Pussycats. Hell yeah, dude! So, we really should just start with it. This movie starts with a boy with a boy band called Dujour. Uh, Which has (laughs) Seth Green in it, and they sing a song about butt-fucking. That is
3: uh, the first 90 seconds of this movie, and it is divine.
0: Yeah, it is one of my favorite openings I've seen. Uh, I I didn't know too much about uh, Josie and the Pussycats. I did, unsurprisingly, see a a couple of the cartoon episodes when I was growing up, so I, I knew that much. And... I've seen this poster enough times to know that this is some sort of like cult phenomenon. Whoever watched this when they were growing up must have really liked it. Oh, but uh, it was like, I'd, I'd never got around to it. Maybe it's actually kind of good. Let's check it out. And to start the movie like that, you hooked me. You know, I'm, I'm into it. I'm having a really good time. Alan Cumming shows up uh, playing his uh, his favorite role, a really greasy British guy. Uh, this is great. There's a they, the the boy band gets on a plane. There's a monkey that won't stop pooing everywhere. Josh... A monkey named, named Dr. Sayas yeah, <laughs> Josh uh, just kicks in my door and says, oh, I love this. You know? Also,
3: just uh, for the record, uh, who the fuck is the fourth
0: guy in DuJour? I don't know.
1: I have no,
3: <laughs> I have no fucking have no idea. idea. His Wikipedia <laughs> like,
0: does not have a clickable link for his name. It's, it's, so it's Seth Green. It's the guy who played
3: Turk on Friends or uh, on Scrubs. Yeah. It's the guy from Rat Race. Yeah. And it's one other dude. Yeah. And I don't know who the other dude
0: is. Yeah. And at some point they keep arguing. Seth Green is like, he keeps copying my face, like that. And we're he... gonna we're gonna
3: be doing that face together. Yeah. Oh yeah, time. that was I yeah. Like, Our next meetup. That was, face. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: that's a new. Uh, you knew I had to do it to him. So. I love the
3: idea that we're like going out in Adams Morgan just like doing that at each other until we get in a fist fight.
0: <laughs> and before a fist fight uh, develops on the plane, uh, there's a brief shot of a monkey. I know I mentioned this off mic, but we gotta do this again. There's a brief shot of a monkey going, ah! and <laughs> I was reminded of Shockma. <laughs> I thought that was gonna happen on the plane, and that's how he's gonna kill them. But it I, also I would,
3: it, when you when you say there's a monkey and then two minutes later the plane crashes like yes, yeah, it's, you, he oh, it's some... the only thing you can think.
0: Okay. Yeah, also. I think the fourth one of the group says uh, completely devoid of context. De jour means family. <laughs> <laughs> they're bickering in. It's just a close up
2: De jour means family.
0: De means love for each other. It's one of my favorite scenes in there because I, I think this was a family guy joke. I'm not sure. It was like Kiss was on there or something like that, and they're talking about it. it's like, hey, we're really excited to come down to Cog Rhode Island and Peter Christopher for some reason just says, Rock and roll. And like, Can you just... <laughs> Go over there. let us finish this. I think that must have been that guy with a band. He's just interrupting me. jour means family. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He just wanted them to stop yelling. Yeah.
0: I, I fucking loved it. So... Uh, He's
2: looking out for Dr. Zayas. Yeah. That's cool.
0: So, one of the things about this movie is that it is a satire. And I think it's very obviously a satire. Like, as soon as they get I
3: actually the... didn't realize this was a satire, Chris. Can you explain to me what a satire is? Well, first
0: of all, you need to watch the trailer. Because that'll make it clear that it's a satire. Uh, also, rewatch... I, don't I don't... figure everything out. Yeah. Also, rewatch Don't Look Up. <laughs> That's a very well-known satire. Uh, anyway, uh... <laughs> As soon as they get on the plane, and that what is, is it like? Target shit that they have all over the place. So it's like a <laughs> yes. cleaning supplies
3: that has the like a label proudly displayed. Let's defer to Parker on this one. Yeah,
2: Parker. The uh, commitment to brands in this movie is incredible. Yeah. The uh,
3: it, not to jump ahead, but the the Tara Reid shower scene with all the McDonald's that was, I was want.
0: Fantastic. I
2: want that in my shower. I really want every single that. person who, when this came out, was like, "Okay, oh, yeah, you think you're clever, but you're just trying to have your cake and eat it too." Good job. You got the movie. Proud uh, of uh, you. Tell you what, (laughs) Parker. I'm going to take a different tack
0: here. Because there's a lot of people who are reviewing like, you know, contemporary reviews, they just didn't understand that this was a satire. They didn't recognize that the product placement was ironic. Really? That's why people dislike this? One terror read? No,
3: no. I thought that all of the movie phone references were because movie phone paid to be in this movie. Yeah. I think I, I think I read Fuck in the IMDb
0: you. trivia that uh, they didn't get paid for any of the product placements. It was just very obviously said. But also, like, you see it everywhere. There there's so many fucking advertisements there that I was like, okay, they're clearly going for something. Uh, I'm a little surprised they didn't get sued. Maybe I don't understand product free placement use. laws or what it's whatever. for you, oh, it's free, so you could just do yeah. that. Oh. All right.
3: Well, I mean, what's McDonald's going to say? How yeah. dare you show our logo? It's not like there's anything well, I, outside I, McDonald's in this movie. Yeah, I
0: thought I thought there was like a thing about like, what if you show people eating at McDonald's, they all get killed, and then people like well, McDonald's well, would be mad. So about if it or that something. if that were the case, yeah. if
3: this were the movie that the Letterboxd reviewers thought we're it was, and there one. was like some some 800 pound guy eating a Big Mac, then like yeah, maybe. Yeah, all right. But so that's it's not, not that, in this right. movie because this movie's not that fucking stupid. Yeah, well. Uh, It's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, I was gonna get to it, it's not that that kind of stupid I guess.
0: Anyway, like at this point, I'm enjoying the movie. I'm actually having a really good time. I'm like, wait, this this might be good. You know, Parker, it was I I this isn't really the comparison I wanna make, but I was kind of reminded of Austin Powers in a way. Like sort of the way That's that correct. the movie yeah no you're you're absolutely yeah. right it's it's sort of it's, like the way not that the movie as funny, looks but, in a way yeah, yeah. It's, it's obviously it's not as funny but like I understand like the satire that they're going with with the product placement and it's certainly more PG than PG-13 that in comparison to Austin Powers but like I'm having a good time I, I like what they're doing especially du jour is a great ass man man i fucking love them and then alan cummings has them murdered and like that's a dark joke but it's played off like a
2: fucking Looney tunes joke you know and the point going down is he says du jour means seatbelts <laughs> that's, fucking... that's great du jour
3: yeah. means brace for
0: impact is yeah a great line. and uh and then josie and the pussycats get introduced to the movie
2: look i just love the fact that it's made very clear. Like someone's like, "Hey, I listened to the new remix. It sounds weird." And he just walks in the cockpit. It's fucking game on. Get your parachutes on. Yeah. And then later on in the movie, he walks in the cockpit. Doesn't say anything. The guy reaches for his seatbelt. He's like, "No, no, no, no. We're not. Yeah. We're not doing this." <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no.
3: Uh, just, just, as as a sidebar here, before we say yeah. goodbye to Dujour for a little while, uh, <laughs> somebody out there's got to start a Kickstarter for a Dujour behind the music like revival movie right yeah like like that there has to be an audience for that yeah like seth green would take that check oh yeah two of those guys are anonymous they would take that check yeah (laughs) give me that
0: donald (laughs) fison hasn't done anything
3: give me a monkey and gray beard like just like chirping at the camera like i we, we could make this
0: oh yeah well uh sorry now hey, we Dr. have jo- <laughs> that's such <a> good bit. <laughs> now we have Josie and the pussycats in the town of Riverdale, which is where the Archie and his idiot friends are from they're performing their song sucks and uh, they're at a bowling alley I'm like oh I, that's funny like that's a, such a small venue and here's another really funny joke they had to wear bowling shoes so they're on a stage like that's that's so wacky then uh they talk. We gotta talk about Tara Reid, man. Alright? Because at first I, I kind of thought that the movie was... uh. So there's a, there's a scene in which uh, I, I think they said something. that They were like, yeah, you're special. Special Ed. And I was just like, wait, if they can say retard jokes, so can I. Sorry, Crip. But then Tara Reid starts <laughs> talking and I'm like... <laughs> and Tara Reid starts talking and I'm just like, wait, those girls who were heckling them were right. Like, yeah. She's so dumb that it's like it's disconnected from reality in a way. But it's not like the funny kind of dumb. It's not like the... It's not even the fun kind of dumb. It's more like just kind of annoying. It's it's more she's, infantile, I guess.
3: She's so fucking annoying yeah. in this movie. I really... Like, I, not a single line that she has lands at any point. And everybody, that, everybody else in the movie also seems to understand that. Which is like the weirdest part of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like oh, one of the things that bothers me is that like dumb people or dumb characters they can be very funny like the uh, Ed in Good Burger would be an example. I'd rather have it exactly a, boy he would have been that's great the reason I ones. brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> but also like everyone in Jackass except for Knoxville like that they're dumb and they're funny That's that's good. Chris, I know that you've never seen Dude Where's My Car. But what Dude, I've like, seen like, that movie about I... the two dumbest
3: people ever. Alex, I've
0: seen that movie seven times.
3: Uh, false.
0: What? Yeah, I have. Uh, no, nah, I don't. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, it was uh, one you're of my crazy friends. Ash Kutcher thing? Ashton Kutcher? That was, like, was like, one never of three, there was like one of three DVDs <laughs> that my uh, that my friend owned, and we were just like, yeah, we'll watch it. Those girls had pictures. I can't like. believe you
1: were
3: allowed.
0: Like, I was at my friend's house. We didn't, are, you go, we didn't, are you going to hell? We didn't mom. That, like, no, I'm going to hell for a bunch of different reasons. <laughs> Most of them <laughs> on this show. Uh, <laughs> so like, like uh,
1: time, time
3: out Do they like Like when you get to hell Do they like They read the list Like well, like what the yeah, This is the first thing That sent you to hell Like it was, go down uh, you think you're going to get, like, a thousand bullet points? I don't like, like the questions
0: you ask about Hellman. <laughs> no, I'm curious, though. And like, Parker knows. You'd, you'd really? Want, you'd you had to know, watch right? Halloween's like,
2: four, five, and six, Christopher? Yeah, it's, is it's, that so why it's, we it's, put like, you on Earth? I don't... I, I, I don't, want
3: to know, like, the, the event that, like, contributed the most to me ending up here. Like, I just... I, I want I want to analyze I, the data, I, you know, in Eternal
0: Hellfire. I don't know if they tell you why it got there, and I don't know if they serve beer, so... Uh, m- all right, well, sure. take all the wind out of my
2: sails, why don't you? Yeah.
0: Let's talk about the cameos in this movie. Let's talk about something that doesn't make me sad. Uh, they have the guy from the stand video. He's in here. He walks by the camera really quick. Thank you for that. Uh, sure. I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. Me neither. Uh, yeah, he he walks Actually, by like... I
3: don't think I've ever seen the stand video, so...
0: I don't think yeah. I have either, but I recognize him from idle hands, so... And that's uh And Parker called... Oh, it's the guy from the stand video, so... Anyway, he's in this for a very, very brief, like, blink-and-you-miss-it sort of scene. Um, How did
3: Dane Cook not get in this movie?
0: He's probably busy uh, doing
2: point. 9-11. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a... Well, we such know why a... Seth MacFarlane wasn't here. But. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the most dangerously pre-9-11 movies we've
0: ever covered. Oh, absolutely. I think the terrorists saw this one. They were just like, uh-uh-uh. <clears throat>
2: It's eighty six. The man? terrorists
3: saw this and were like, Fuck, is it our are bad?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if this had just come out it was supposed to come out in the summer and they did like put it on hold and reshoot a whole opening scene? Because they can't just have a plane crash. All <laughs> right. Of well, and well. Die. Now we have, yeah. now we gotta hit
3: the buildings on eleven nine. you know, yeah. And just tell them it's the British date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: That's what it is in Australia. is what it is. Uh, let's talk about the plot, such as it is. Josie and the Pussycats are a very bad band that makes bad music and no one likes them. Alan Pussycats. Cumming. <laughs> hey, Excuse me. Alan Cumming looks at them and says, "I can make some money off of that because he's a music producer." It's a satire of the music business. Don't you get it? Ever read Karl Marx? And, uh, he takes them and he puts subliminal messages, and, uh, what what does he do? He he puts subliminal messages that tell people to buy things. It's more of a commentary on, uh, on consumerism than on capitalism.
3: Commentary on society.
0: And that. Much like the Joker. Anyway, uh, they, uh, they get very popular, uh, but they're also being torn apart from within because it's called Josie and the Pussycats instead of just the Pussycats, kind of feels like it's at odds with the title I don't know I also don't care uh, Uh, that's I I have to say fidelity to the source material is not required in this Uh, that being said apparently you guys like the joke where the obnoxious bitch from the show and comics is in this and says that she's only in here because she was in the comics
3: which is only a funny joke because the character is completely worthless. Yeah, so, like yeah.
0: you will forget she's
2: in the movie for twenty minutes. I'll say time. this:
0: when I was watching the show when I was a kid, I was like, "Why does she hang out with them?
2: She doesn't like these people." <laughs> she's just like on the private plane with them, going to sign their big record label. Like, yeah, I don't know why you're here.
0: Yeah, even in the show, she was like, "I I didn't know why she she didn't like these people. She didn't even play an instrument, so I don't I don't understand that one." Uh, also, there was a cat in the show, I think, but uh, there are not any cats uh, in this. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Can't it's make been a me while. Watch
3: that would change the rules. Uh, <laughs>
0: thank you, Dende, and your magic lamp. Fuck Dende. Anyway, uh, yeah, they play a bunch of the the Pussycat songs throughout the movie, and also songs by other bands that they didn't feel like covering for some reason. I thought I would have loved to have heard them cover Paradise by the Dashboard Light, but they decided no, the Meatloaf version's good enough. Um. Uh, How would you guys feel about the Eugene Levy video?
3: I enjoyed it, but also I just like Eugene Levy. I like, had a
2: legitimate laugh when he said rock and roll music, or, or some, as it's known in some cultures, rock <laughs> right, and music. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. That <laughs> really good. Yeah, that would <laughs> work to me. Yeah,
0: I, I also I, like the idea where he, where he said it's like it's stacking up like my film credits, and I'm just like. You, uh, but actually, I, mean, I, I yeah. So I went on to IMDb and I looked at the American film Pie Yeah, I looked up his IMDb film credits. Turns out uh, he is like, stacking them it's up. like
3: What, like three hundred ish? He's he is at a Christopher Lee more,
0: level. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's doing Fans a lot. He's getting them checks. Yeah. Anyway, he, uh,
3: he has been in so many things that we now have to tolerate his annoying son. So
0: who's his son? Is his son someone I know? The
3: guy on what? Schitt's Creek.
0: Oh, I don't watch Shit's Creek.
2: There is I no think... wish that can make me.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so he doesn't want to get a sign That you're like, no, Shit's Creek, not for me. <laughs> anyway, I,
3: I, I mean, look, that that's like the most NPC show of NPC shows. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the show. Like if you watch Shit's Creek, you're not allowed to make fun of
2: people that watch Parks and Rec anymore.
3: Like it's. <laughs> Because if you
2: me Shiz Creek, I just lose like ten hours and I have nothing to talk about. Oh, right yeah. Lose buddy, for everyone. yeah, buddy, ten hours.
3: Yeah, excuse oh, me,
0: ten days. That's like seven seasons.
3: Oh god, oh. really?
0: Oh, fuck, oh. I'm not doing that. Anyway, this
3: is this is this is a show that like literally, my, like my wife sat down and watched, and like after one episode was like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. Like, there's a line where like it's just two NPC for.
0: We, we don't have Sorry. to. Anyway, so <laughs> so do you think they made Tara Reid the uh, uh, stupid one? You ones? can say it. You can say you it. You know, it, yeah, actually, I think I can because the movie's making fun of her. So if. Do you think they made Tara Reid the retarded one because she's the drummer and all she needs to do is count to four? So that is what
3: my initial thought was, but there's not a single drummer joke in this movie, which is like a huge miss. I think
0: there was a, a drummer, I wouldn't say joke, but more of a a film goof I guess it was a there's a scene in which Tara Reid counts them into a song and it's a song that the singer begins before the rhythm track enters so I don't know what she was counting for (laughs) no that's
3: normal like that that's actually so I, I can always comment on any drummer retard jokes because my dad is a drummer so I've heard them all um No, that's actually just the way that song would be intro. Like that was not a goof. That's completely fucking normal. Her drumming in this movie is actually not that bad. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Shockingly so. When when (laughs) we say
0: her drumming, we mean the whoever was drumming because Terry did not. No, I mean like like like
3: her hand motions are in time.
0: Are they? Like.
3: You've been to a baseball game, man. You've seen people try to do the wave. I also, I also, try to clap the things. I also like, know like drumming it's...
0: too. Uh, maybe not as well as your dad does, but uh, I also wasn't keeping a very close eye on her. Uh, but uh, no, I, this was like a thing for me. There were like there were a couple moments her. where I was watching her. I wasn't sure, so I'll take your word on it. Uh, I
3: it, it it actually it makes all of. Her dialogue more insulting. It's like, oh, you can figure out what a four-four time signature is, despite obviously never played an instrument in your life. Mm-hmm. But uh you can't deliver like a funny joke or something prescient or something interesting or literally anything. Like, you know, that's the thing is on. like
0: her character isn't even dumb. It's more like she's babyish, you know. And I think that's what makes her so annoying. I, yeah, that, that is
3: way worse. I would so much rather deal with a dumb person than somebody who yeah. just, you know... She's just infantile the whole time. In this movie. That, yeah.
0: It just bothers me. And it turned me off, and it, that's kind of my problem with this movie overall, is once the Pussycats get introduced to this, the writing really takes a nosedive. And the only thing I was having fun with was, was whenever some more product placement would show up. Like, again, Tara Reid's shower scene with all the McDonald's logos everywhere... That's very really funny to me. Uh, the scene where Rosario Dawson uh, is in her hotel room and there's just Target shit everywhere. She bought like the plush Target dog. Who has that besides Parker? It's like that's that's it's just a son. funny thing that. Ex- <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I I I can laugh because uh, when I worked for Target, I had. The world's gayest store manager, and every time he addressed us in any sort of like huddle, he would just be
0: petting the Target dog. So oh that God. did a lot for me. That Jesus. sounds great. That said, fuck, I should go work for Target.
2: <laughs> no, no. I
3: wonder sh- how he's doing. I should find uh, nah, I'm not <laughs> he's on anything. the podcast. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let me put it this way there's what, like seven billion people on earth. Yeah. If you, like, ask, like, Siri, like, what is the gayest name anyone could have, that's probably who you get. I'll tell you guys later.
0: Okay. Uh, I just yeah. started sweating control. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I will say that the, I don't think that the actors are the problem besides Sarah Reed, uh, but, like, the actresses, Ros- Rosario Dawson, who's the, the lead actress in there? a name I always forget. Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook, yeah. Respectfully, yeah. ma'am. She was also in uh, She's All That, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some other shit. Future reps. Yeah, I, I think uh, Rachel. Possibly. I think Rachel Lee Cook is in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the biggest eyes, and uh, it. I think that's the barn owl, but uh, she might be second. <laughs> I, I don't know. She's a. Uh, she's up there. Uh, Rosario Dawson, I think, does a very good job with uh, very, very poor dialogue as written for her, and also everyone else. I think Alan Cumming does a sensational job considering how bad most of his dialogue is. Uh, uh, it's,
3: it's, absolute legend. Yeah. But it took me a little bit to realize that that was Boris from GoldenEye, but when I did, I enjoyed it oh, yeah. like 10% more. <laughs> like, you didn't know that? It, it took me like...
0: I have to admit, yeah, it's, it's kind of the same yeah. thing. I know Parker recognized him from uh, Son of the Mask, so...
2: No, well, yeah, thanks for bringing that <laughs> up, man. Yeah. <laughs> More or less That's the same the performance too. I'll recognize forever. Uh, yeah.
3: Just gonna go ahead and type on my wheel Jamie Kennedy. Alright, man,
2: let's Oof. be cool. Alright. <laughs> we, <don't laughs> we, we don't
3: gotta we don't gotta do that, man. You guys don't know what else to spin this week, yeah. so
0: Alright, let's get to like I think all of our favorite parts here at the uh Total Request Live. Uh oh yeah. We're gonna get uh Rosara Dawson and Tara Reed get to go on Total Request Live and uh yeah, Rachel right,
3: t- time out time out, time out Parker. We cannot let Chris narrate through a section about TRL. He doesn't yeah, know. He that's wasn't unfair. there. He, he wasn't did. there. We we have to we have Please to cut him boss. off. Uh,
2: doesn't know anything about the real Carson Daly or also the other Carson <laughs> Daly. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best bits in the movie. Just to have it's, Aerie Spears, a guy who's not having any trouble at all right now, walking out going, it's me, Carson Daly. I, I, I actually laughed out loud See, when I saw that.
0: Look at my nails. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> that, there was a, there was it, a brief it, moment where I thought, oh, it would have been a great joke for uh, for like Tara Reid, or even, actually would have been for Rosario Dawson to be like, oh, I guess he is Carson Daly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but they don't even do that. They They don't, they don't even go like, Carson Daly isn't black.
1: Well, Why they mean, just to it committed
0: was 2001. The they, see, that's the thing is, I was thinking about doing the, uh, the through Nobilex joke from Cherry Falls and just being like, then a second Carson Daly shows up, and I was seeing double you guys. Like, but I can't do that because that would kind of ruin the joke in the movie. Anyway, uh... Look, so, so two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, it is funnier that
3: the real Carson Daly walks in, mm-hmm. like, 30 seconds later. Mm-hmm. Like, it... it somehow enhances the scene. And number two, the absolute funniest part of this scene, which they couldn't have possibly known at the time, is when he does the Bill Cosby impression.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That guy's impressions besides the Chris Rock one, which uh Rosario's right. It I think it was good. intentionally bad. Yeah. yeah, Some of his impressions were actually pretty good. I was surprised uh, by how good they were. Uh, Bill Cosby, one, he does the face and everything yes. as he's trying to kill...
3: I, <laughs> and that is... It's so good because we will never see another Bill Cosby impression in our lives for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> but you watch something like this that, you know, two of us had never seen before and the third of us hadn't seen in 20 years. And it's like... Oh fuck, man! We used to do those. <laughs> used to be
0: everywhere. Yeah, You used to be able to dial M for Cosby. What uh, they just, I
3: just—it made me think about Cosby Bebop for like ten
2: minutes.
3: Oh, <laughs> like, pokey, 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 man!
2: I kind of wish they had committed the bit where it, they just pretended he was Carson Daly and just never spoke about it. That I think that would have been a lot funnier. But even then, like that
0: joke totally works. I actually, that's a, a
3: funnier lot. joke in like 2011.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just, humor wasn't there yet. Yeah, you're not wrong. But uh, then again, I think 2012 was about when the news broke of him uh, being what he was. Uh, For the first time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. You know who else is in this movie that everyone seems to really like, according to Letterboxd Refusal, that I want to get to? Uh, Parker Posey. Uh, Parker Posey is uh, an actress. She is in this movie. She is the big bad. Uh sketen and boppin for a white woman would be uh the term I, that I would use here
3: this is uh fuck what's her name this is like like the uh like the the i'm sorry my words are failing me okay. like the the previous version of elizabeth banks <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can see that. Elizabeth Banks fucking wishes. My yeah. God. I know. You <laughs> cannot. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, don't, I don't much go for uh, Parker posing this movie. Uh, her lisping and everything. It's, But it's not her fault. I don't think she's the problem here. I think it's just the dialogue is very, very bad. Uh, I think this movie sort of loses track of what it's trying to satirize at times. But... Uh, i think I, th- I
3: actually disagree i think this movie's like on point the whole way through and it's why it kind of works
0: yeah i i think my my, my maybe i was getting distracted by when they're trying to tell really stupid jokes i understand that the through line is like subliminal messaging and cons- over of media and and the way that society like impacts that and also uh you know capitalism i guess we'll get to that but uh I I don't know, I think I was just distracted by the really, really bad attempts at humor. I was kind of cringing through some of these lines.
3: And that's fair, because like, I don't think this movie's actually that funny. There are a couple laugh lines, which is, to be fair, Mm -hmm. more than I expect from a PG-13 movie from 2001. Mm -hmm. Like, I was probably grading on a curve here. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, when they do their whole thing about how oh, we were actually going to shut you guys down after this concert because we realized that it's much more easy to subliminally message in movies and then join the army flashes across the screen. It's like, all right, cool, you got me. Yeah, good bit. That's fine. I'm not saying it's like a well-crafted joke, but like, you had to take it. Like the joke where he
0: said, like, oh, we don't want to put subliminal messaging in music, we want to put it in our movies. And he plays like a little subliminal messaging, like joke there really quickly. It was like, When he comes in,
2: she's like, she did it, she put this message there. He goes, what? No way! Get <laughs> 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 yeah, over.
3: When, when she goes over to the U.S. government guy and it's just like, can you believe they did this? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, you know, like,
3: it's it's not laugh out loud funny. You know, like this it, one, it's, it's a movie for teenagers. Like, this was a laugh
2: out loud bit, but in Tower Records, when the one <laughs> the fucking goth girl is upset about all the boy bands and they just chuck her into a van in and drive her off, seen all. again? <laughs> she's just. <laughs> kidnapped by the record label yeah. I, I was actually thinking
0: movie. there is one other scene that I did enjoy it was they were doing behind the music for Captain and Tamil and it's got <laughs> baby face on <out> there <laughs>
2: I wish I got that shit in writing
0: <laughs> Look, just the, the fact
2: that they have a pre-recorded MTV news segment of their car blowing up is also a good bit Yeah,
3: <laughs> the movie is stupid nobody would argue that it's not stupid but, like, I feel like this is the kind of movie that, like, if I were born in 1987 instead of 1990, and, like, I wanted my dad to take me to this movie, we would have walked out of that theater, and he would have been like, that wasn't so bad. Like, and that's, that means something to me, because I'm sure I subjected both of my parents to a lot of fucking dog shit when I was a child. Oh again, God. only the child, like, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta do what you want, you know? Uh This movie's, it's fine, like it's it's. I know Chris, you didn't enjoy it, but I think Parker and I had a pretty good time because we probably lived more of this life than you did. That's, I that's really not a compliment era, to us. Yeah. Believe me, I, it's not. Yeah. As
2: someone who most of the music they listen to can be classified solely as loud, I would give anything to go back to this era for like a week. No, I, I would you, give yeah. anything.
3: Well, let me put it this way, Chris. In the uh, in the scene. the the Carson Daly and other Carson Daly scene where Tara Reid is fending off real Carson Daly with all those cardboard cutouts. Mm -hmm. How many of those people did you
0: recognize? I recognized Johnny Depp was one of them. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't remember. Well,
3: I'm just going to speak for Parker here and say that for us, it is
0: all of them. Correct. Yeah, like yeah, there were
3: three different Christina Aguilera cutouts in there. I think I recognized. Saw least him one get of hit those. with the same one twice. Yeah. yeah,
0: I saw. I saw a couple that I recognized. I also didn't write that down. I'm sorry. I kind of stopped taking notes at I, some point. Please,
3: please don't. I, this is not a notes movie. I think. Look, you're I, I
0: think as as far as how I how I experienced this, I want to contrast this with uh, my reaction to the letterbox reviews, which you drew attention to. These are some of the <laughs> worst reviews I have ever read in my life. I mean, this is fucking dire. Uh, normally, my problem with Letterbox Reviews is they like to take characters in movies and either complain that they're not gay or just say no, they actually were gay. Like, uh, what was the fucking that soccer movie? Bend it like Beckham. There's so many people like David Beckham, super gay, dude. No, bend it like Beckham. Not not David no, Beckham. David, Ed. Anyway, they were trying to be like, <laughs> no, Kira Knightley and that Indian girl had to have been gay for each other or whatever. It's just, Kira Knightley's not, a boy. Yeah, they're, sh- they're like shipping people and the stuff. It's weird. So, Ooh, she's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. But uh, my own personal take on Josie and the Pussycats is not so much that I, I definitely didn't hate this, you know? And. It's hard for me to say that I disliked it because there are enough scenes in there that I liked... E- I, I might even like tentatively recommend it for someone. I, I would just say that like some of it is an endurance test to get to them. Uh, I, I don't like any of the jokes that they try to tell after uh, Dejour leaves the screen because I really like Dejour. That was... Yeah, what's up?
3: Parker, do you think Paco liked Kira Knightley so much because she was so low in galleries? <laughs> that means he wouldn't like... <laughs> No, no, but, like, that's why he could be attracted to her instead of hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta think laterally, man. (laughs) Or, in this case, vertically. (laughs) 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 Sorry, we just, we we gotta, we gotta get these out sometimes. I just, I
0: just wanna emphasize, like, the, uh, some of the reviews here are, uh, Rest in Peace, Karl Marx, You Would Have Loved Josie and the Pussycats.
3: I, there is nobody that I've ever been happier is dead. Not because I want Karl Marx to be gone, but because, like, could you fucking imagine if he had to listen to the shit these fucking teenagers wanted to tell him all the time? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think a lot about the fact that anybody can just email Noam Chomsky. Like, you can just do that. <laughs> about literally anything. And that, you know, he'll get emailed about, like, fucking... Twitter arguments. It's like, what's this 90-year-old man supposed to do with this, guy? Yeah. It's Like,
0: fucking chill. This like, is written by, uh, let's see, Terrible Asshole, I don't know who that is. Evil capitalist Parker Posey can ruin my life whenever she pleases, seriously. This is the smartest movie ever made like The Wolf of Wall Street Wishes.
3: it do be like that, though. Yeah,
0: someone called it, uh, someone just commented four stars and they said, they live. So, like, the headphones are the sunglasses. This is just like they It's very subtle. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Uh, the greatest crime in movie history is the disrespect this got upon release. I'm changing my review to We Live in a Society. <laughs> <laughs> it might be better, yeah. It's... it's... Its critical meta-commentary it's pointedly ridicules the horrifying scenes of insipid spectacle in the pop music industry oh, sh- and presages God. the ludicrous commercialization Sorry. of the coming decade while nevertheless acknowledges the film's own involvement in the capitalist engines of modern celebrity. It's,
3: it's insane that you read reviews for a movie like this and be like, yeah, you know what, I'll just go watch a Marvel movie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, fuck I, this.
3: Uh, you guys are fucking losers. No one's ever gonna talk to you.
2: I'm... This is what happens when everyone grows up on fucking YA books. Ah, I understood the metaphor. Yeah, we all did. Uh, speaking of YA books, I uh, consulted with Shenron earlier just
3: in case I win, and uh, he says it's cool if I assign that J.K. Rowling detective novel to somebody. God
0: fucking damn it. My my dad actually... Think I didn't use that re- Audible credit just yet. <laughs> my dad read that book, by the way, and he liked it. <gasps> Hang That's on. That's
2: what the fuck? You Well, he that hates
0: two he hates
3: in? No, he hates the kids these days and their their are No. Tweeter. Actually, like, no, like, no actually
0: sense. I have to dispel that rumor. He read that like as soon as it came out. That was way before like the turf stuff. So, uh, he I think he no, just No, I mean the the, the yeah, new one. one
2: like just came out. Yeah, there's another one. Oh, there's another one? Oh, he did he has read uh,
3: we'll we'll talk to you week 19, buddy.
2: Well, Great. also ask your dad if he's gonna read it
3: only like a thousand pages I'm I mean yeah if your dad's religious. gonna if your dad's gonna buy it then like you're off the hook you know that's yeah. a free
0: book I never watched this as a kid but if I did I'd like to think it would have radicalized me to hate capitalism at it wouldn't have age.
2: yeah you just <laughs> would have liked the songs you little weirdo <laughs> <laughs> like god damn like... Oh, if I'd seen this as a six-year-old, this would have uh, radicalized me against the music industry. Music industry hasn't existed in fifteen years. Shut up! Someone, someone wrote this specifically movies. for me. That
0: says this movie's commentary on capitalism is ten times better than in Joker. I can't uh, emphasize well, enough: was Joker me. was not a commentary on capitalism.
3: Well, I, I mean, so that review was right. Yeah, I don't see what I, the problem is. Well, anything also, zero, I, zero I, by zero I, is in
0: fact zero. <laughs> I don't think Josie and the Poison Cats is necessarily a commentary account. Cap- I think it's more on consumerism, which I think is distinct from a commentary on capitalism. I,
3: I, I think that, like, the wrong. takeaway from this movie is not to have a message. It's more just like ha, 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 life sucks. You know, something we've all done. I, I did times. say life
2: sucks after watching this movie. Uh, don't you guys hate all these corporate boy bands? Here's the teen comedy. Karl Marx work. That's my review. <laughs> I, I, I did not like this.
0: I, I think you'd have trouble reading these reviews and still calling yourself a socialist after watching this. Uh,
2: you know you don't have to read those, right? I, I,
0: I, I'm i down a rabbit no, hole. No, but man. we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, I understand
3: where he's coming yeah. from
0: because <laughs> I knew
3: the whole time. I'm like, oh my god. Just to Anytime there's like a hint of anti-consumerism, it's gonna be like, oh, yeah, right off cool. the bat. Yeah. All of these fucking sickos on the internet. But also,
0: even if there's not a hint of uh, you know consumerism, it's giving
2: contra points. Like oh, okay, all right, yeah, all right. I'm, hey, do I you want gotta... to watch this hour-long video with skits? All right, now, like, now no. Chris is excited for the game of games. No, yeah, let's just do this. Oh, this
0: something to cleanse okay. the. <laughs> <laughs>
3: motherfucking Well Wow Um, Do I have a a No I don't A recap of last week uh, First and foremost (sighs) Bless you Secondly um, Everybody lost their uh, Their double points Fifth round games Including my raiders, who I still don't understand that one, but it's fine. Um, so Chris's teams went two and three. Mine went three and two. Parker's went three and two. So our draft order this week, as I
0: looks like you guys you know, tied. How do ties work?
3: I'm not sure. Not that is not how ties work, buddy. But uh, it's worth a try. Um. Yum, yum, yum. Okay. <laughs> So week three, Chris will have first pick. I have second pick. Parker is third pick. Uh, here is your schedule of games.
2: <sighs> Chris, best
3: of luck to you, my friend. Cheaters. This right, is—it's well. not a bunch of bad games, but it's a bunch <clears> of <throat> games that are hard to
0: pick. Yeah, it is. Oh boy. Uh...
3: And uh, I'm just going to put this out there right now mm-hmm. because it's something I've been thinking about seeing that we have two of these on the schedule. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you pick an NFC East divisional game this week, you will get double points for whatever pick that, that is. Ooh. So again, if that's in the last round, that's quadruple points. But uh, This is like
0: scramble. I'm trying to line them up. <clears throat> well, I mean, if if you really, really don't. want the Eagles don't. at Washington, eh, you, you could. <laughs> you could do it right now. It's double to. points. I, I would like to take Buffalo over Miami. Bills over Philadelphia's
2: hangover from the dreaded dog <laughs> mask game.
3: <laughs> uh, I will take the Cincinnati Bengals because the Jets
2: oh, are the Oh right, I forgot I've about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I should've I should have gone with them. That's probably a better
2: pick than the Bills.
0: Alright, Parker, two picks.
2: Oh, my Chiefs against the second worst team I've ever seen in my life. The, Oh <laughs> <The Colts>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they fucking deserve. Yeah. And one more, buddy. Oh. Uh, my Lions, of course, goes without cool. saying. Damn
3: it. <laughs> Unstoppable. They're only seven-point dogs. You're fine. Hell yeah, dude. All right, I'm going to take the Ravens again. Or, I don't think I've had the Ravens. Well, no, I had the Ravens week one. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I'll take the Ravens. Okay. Chris, two for you. I'll
0: take, uh, for double points, the Eagles. Call. Cool. Okay. Oh, I got another one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Could you...
3: I got, I got it up. Hmm. These games are bad,
2: I Look, <laughs> like, none of those afternoon games. I'm not going to your fucking one. I'm gonna go. take oh, uh, the Los Angeles... I
0: tell you what, I'll take that bullet for you. I'm gonna take the Los Angeles Chargers.
3: I actually kind of like Jacksonville in that game. Yeah. I don't know that I'm gonna pick it right here. Cause, uh,
0: you can wait and get I double do points not, on I do it.
3: not want to spin the wheel. <laughs> uh, you know you know who I am gonna take, though? Who are you gonna take? The Raiders of Las Vegas. God damn it.
0: <laughs> he was looking right at it. <laughs> Fucking dog shit Titans team dude. Yeah. Get the they fuck out of here. <laughs>
3: Kakashka. Well Can we get
0: like quadruple points for Houston versus Chicago?
3: <laughs> no, absolutely not.
2: <laughs> fuck it, my Browns. At least I'll know <laughs> sooner. Oh, yeah, that is Thursday. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, Mike Browns right. over the Steelers, who yeah. are they good? Are they bad? Hey, who the fuck knows? I'd say uh, bad. they're bad. Yeah. The, the
3: question is, like, are the Browns also bad? Yeah. Uh,
2: well, um, let's see. One more Parker. Oh, I, oh my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's getting tough, I mean, man. I guess the Rams. Jesus. That's, I, you you yeah. got it. With yeah, this that was it. Right.
3: Well, you know what? Um,. I like points, so I'm going to take the New York Giants.
2: Ooh. Damn. I was going to try. I was
3: going to go
0: for that times four, baby. Yeah. Well, in that case, fuck, these games suck, dude. <laughs> I don't want a single one of these games. Right. Some, one of you has to take Minnesota. I, I'm i going to take Minnesota. Yeah, I should just hedge
2: my bets. I'm going to
0: take Minnesota, and I'm going to take Dallas for the quadruple.
2: God That's damn it, fun. I was going to take yeah. Dallas. When you think I'm <laughs> fucking
0: stupid? I'm going for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, right. you can take Dallas? Oh, because you would have... Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I already have right, the Giants. Right, right, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's yeah. real pog
1: play. Uh,
3: you know what? I'm thinking about it. Should I do it?
2: I am too. I'm thinking about it. If you don't, I will.
3: Uh, these games are so bad. Yeah, they,
2: Absolutely are. These they are. are. These
0: are not good.
3: I mean, the Vikings are gone. I've never taken Miami... I'm not touching the San Francisco Denver game. Oh, like, under no, yeah, I don't want that. So. If I either. see a single
2: snap of that, my day will have been a failure. <laughs>
3: How is Atlanta at Seattle a game this week?
2: Let me tell you, it's nice looking at this oh, uh, these games and going, Oh sick, I know when I'm seeing barbarian this weekend. <laughs> Three twenty five Yeah, there you go.
3: You know what? Give me the Texans. I'm taking the Texans. I don't care. Give your boy. I don't care. Give your boy the commanders.
2: Let's fucking go, baby. You got it, dude. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, man. I needed to
3: make sure they got picked. I'm glad.
2: I I don't think they're good, but also. The options left for me. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well roll the dice. (laughs) Right, exactly. Holy
3: shit. I was so ready to just stack Giants and Cowboys there. But uh, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, So I'm just going to say that's a rule going forward. Any NFC East divisional game. Double points, no matter what you get. I'm
2: so excited for the mid season bird bonus to take effect. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. let see how some things shake out.
3: So, if you look at the win totals over here, I have four, Chris is five, Parker is eight. You can cash oh. those in at any time for either assignments or wheel spins. Uh, oh you guys have any commentary there? or mm. Mm,
0: Uh. How do you, how, what is the rate of exchange for cashing a movie
3: uh, so it's uh, it's five wins for an assignment of your choice or four for a wheel spin yeah. uh,
0: I, I'm gonna cash in my five I would like to assign Parker a movie. Uh, okay. This is a special request from my dad. Oh fuck <laughs> this is a movie that's simply called she. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like 30 releases like this. She movie. What is this? Uh, 19... I'm going to need it here. I think it's 1984. It's got Sandal Bergman. Hey. I
2: don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a
0: post-apocalyptic... Fuck, this looks good. Uh Oh, it's 106 minutes. Well, uh... I just saw the
2: cover. i like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Check it yeah, out.
0: Yeah, this seems like something my dad would see on the old, uh Amazon Fire. He'd be like, yep and uh apparently he thinks it's not very good so Last uh
2: description is doing a lot for me yeah well <laughs> based on the
0: 18 1887
3: novel oh well fuck that's no old. he loves
0: books yeah
3: parker your response
2: <sighs> I Don't have to do anything, parker. let me let me open up uh if i have any funny assignments or we're just gonna go straight to the wheel let me see here. You know what? We'll go to the wheel because All right. I don't want to overstep my boundaries because, uh I mean. The and last also, mo- you have a second wheel spin there. Yeah, um, the last movie your dad assigned me was one of the most powerful things I've ever seen. Wh- so which like, one was that? I forgot. <laughs> it was sorceress, <laughs> Which
0: was, like, I'm not going to
2: overstep and throw, th- lob that, that some garbage at you because, like, fucking cause
0: this movie might fucking rip. Yeah, it, it might be good. Who knows?
2: All right. I saw werewolves uh, in the description, so, like, yeah. I'm not upset. All right, this is for me.
0: Wait wait wait! Uh, oh wait, we gotta. For, think of this so, is for you. All right, um, uh in. It's for me, right? Yeah. Right in. Thro- what are you? Why are you it's looking at that? So bad. <laughs> 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 I thought.
2: <laughs> you, we can't hear it. By the way. I don't need to. It's <laughs> not the time. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is my bookmarks. I had to. Okay. Thank you. That's great. I song if you yeah. want. <laughs> <put the miniature. laughs> all right.
0: Can't he drive? Yeah. Okay. What do you mean, Drift? Bobble Man's right. wife. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. In three, two, one. Movie musical. Well, you know, I like movie musicals, so what could yeah, possibly wrong? You pick any of them. Wrong?
3: Yeah, you're good.
0: Find well, something.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Parker, anything else? You still have four more uh, wins in the bank here.
1: Well,
2: hold on to it. I'll watch uh, a this week, and, uh, you know, we'll see, see if we you feel. Yeah, yeah, see feel yeah defensive driving or, yeah. you know. yeah. Because so, I'm sure, just like you, I have good movies to assign than I have other movies, so Parker uh, assigned me that that wheel spin. Yes, yes. that was Parker. Oh, I
0: thought. Do do I have to spin it for going two and three and losing to you guys? No,
3: no. You only have to spin if you go one and four or zero oh and oh, five. Oh, you don't okay, have to right. spin. You don't have to spin just for finishing last. Right, you making, have to spin for like all right. catastrophic failure. All right. Just making sure. Okay. So that explains yeah, which why, is why uh, I had to spin last week with my yeah, one and four. That
0: that explains why uh, the we- why the wheel of ties was unused this time because. The- uh, yeah, well, I mean, dude, yeah. I don't see a tie. feel like that's a tie. Anyway, uh, alright, I guess that's, uh, that squares everything away. You'll figure away. it out
3: eventually, you got uh, 15 more weeks, it's cool.
0: Yeah, I'll pay attention, I promise.
3: Why did I draft the Texans?
0: <laughs> you're, you're gonna surreptitiously change that. It's like, Just oh cool, I have Texans. the Bengals, the Raiders,
3: the Giants, and the Texans this week. Yeah. This feels great. I'm glad, I'm happy that I did this. Yeah. Anyway. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. All right, uh, tune in next week for Barbarian.
1: And
2: that's the tea, sis.